0: What's up, Videolanders? I'm Brad. I'm Seth. I'm Jeremy. Welcome to Adventures in Videoland number 189. Tonight's episode will be titled, The Razzies. <sighs> Martha! <laughs> I prefer my enemies with an axe, not a baby. <laughs> Tonight, we will be talking about the 37th Annual Golden Raspberry Award nominations. Afterwards, we will talk about our top five news headlines of the week, some trailer talk, and conclude with what we've been watching this week. Remember, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude.
1: Isn't that right, Seth? Yes, um, when we broadcast from the Dragon's Lair. Um, you know, sometimes it gets a little saucy, so sometimes well, we may reference our genitalia or maybe we might say some crude words. Our president calls that locker room talk. Locker room talk. Sometimes <laughs> that happens. Um, And then the other thing, too, is, uh, let's be honest, we're reviewing movies, so there's going to be spoilers abound. So if you don't want these movies ruined, you should probably just turn us off right now. So, guys,
0: Ryan Smith and I are releasing our top 10 movies of 2016 next week, a yearly tradition that goes back to as long as I can remember. What I hate, man, is I hear a lot of people say every year, I wish, um, someone actually said it this week on AV, I wish... If I could have seen this in 2016, it would have been on my top 10 list, you know? And I'm like, well, either edit that fucking list, okay? (laughs) You're going to just let a movie sit there? Or something that Ryan and I have done since 2007 is we will make our top 10 list. Um, the week of Oscar night. And it's always worked for us. And that way we get to see some movies that uh, were in limited release or that we couldn't catch, you know. And there's still even a couple, and this is already February. There's a couple that I still haven't been able to watch. I haven't been able to see Jackie, Fences, and a couple others. But by doing this, I've I've had a chance to see a few movies. So uh, we get to do that next week. But before we release our best, I wanted to talk about the worst Mm -hmm. The Razzies is an award ceremony that honors the worst in film. No film award ceremony is more publicly loathed by actors. The Razzies had so many bad films, they had to expand the number of nominees from five to six in each of its nine categories. Do you guys think that there were a lot of bad films in 2016? And how would you rank last year on the AV scale? So ugly,
1: bad, good, great Pantheon. Seth? Seth? I think it's a solid two point five three somewhere right in there. So you
0: did not like your time in the theater. I mean, it was okay, uh-huh.
1: but I mean, there was a lot of just kind of it was okay. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, where there was a lot of things I was looking forward to, and it would just didn't uh, didn't deliver, if yeah. you will. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of things that was just like kept like, oh, this is gonna be awesome, mm-hmm. and it was just okay,
0: and just shit. It just you okay. know what? I was talking to to Ryan Smith last night, and compared to. This, like, going with the temples, right, um, this year compared to last year, man, like, it, hopefully it'll be good. We'll see what happens. Um, but, man, this year we have Dawn of the Planet, or no, sorry, War of the Planet of the Apes. We have, um, what well, we have Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, is Wonder Woman in summer? Yep. Wonder Woman. Yep. Justice League? Yep. Man, we, yeah, man. We have Logan. Yeah. Wow. We have some good movies potentially well, yeah, coming, Maybe, good maybe movie. good movies. Star Wars. At the Star end Wars of the at the end of the year. At least entertaining movies. Blade, yeah. And then later on, we have Blade Runner. You yeah. know. And then we get. Um, I'm missing a couple, man. But there's some big fucking movies coming out this mm-hmm. year. So how do you rank last year in movies? Did you have, Did you enjoy your time at the theater or at your house? I'd be a little bit
2: more optimistic. I would say it's a good. I would give uh-huh. it a three. Um, but there were some big letdowns, which we'll get to tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would give it probably a 3 out of 5. Um, I would say good. Mm-hmm. I was good. But that wasn't until, like, the last couple months. I would probably be more in line with Youssef at 2.5. I'm like 2.53. I mean, it just depends. But yeah, it was, yeah. I was really... The time, I was just... Eh. Man. I really enjoyed the 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 end of the year. That's mm-hmm. when I got some really good movies, man. I got uh, and we usually do get some. I don't know um, where you are on some award movies, you know. Sure. Um, but man, I really enjoyed La La Land, um, A Monster Calls, um, uh, Manchester by the Sea. So a lot of movies that that really shaped um, 2016 for me was was at the end of the year. So, um, but if you if they wouldn't have showed up, oh my god, I wouldn't even want to make a top ten. And usually. My top 10 list is like basically a top seven with three kind of just thrown on there to make a top 10. Um, And something about me, man, like 2005, 2006, 2007, I used to buy movies like a motherfucker. That was my thing. I would spend so much money. I'm surprised my wife didn't leave me. Okay. On rays? <laughs> bl- no, on DVDs and then Blu rays, man. I remember going to Circuit City when it was just a rack and you would walk around a rack or you would go to Suncoast Video in the mall and you'd go around a rack and they'd rape you $50 for um, a DVD, you know, in mm-hmm. the old cardboard cases. But I was like, you know what? I started seeing trends in movies once I started making my top 10 list. And once I started making top 10 lists, I was like, wow. You know, a lot of things repeat or, you know, I want to find out what's the best of the best. And by doing that, I totally annihilated what I wanted to buy. And now I don't even buy 10 movies a year, maybe seven movies a year. You know, they have to be on my top 10. But I thought this year was was an okay. But uh, I gave it probably a three out of five. But uh, the Razzies um, will be announced on February 25th. Um, and I think that's funny because it's the night right before the Oscars. <laughs> so um, there's a couple celebrities, too, that get super pissed, man. Have you ever heard of Stallone? Oh, yeah. Like heard still, of him? Well, no, not. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard, have you heard of this guy named Sylvester yeah. Stallone? Um, at the Razzies, he will go. He actually called like the guy who runs the the thing, you know, and he said that, um, "Hey, my movies make a lot of money. I'm iconic. Can can you stop?" I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but uh, he's like, "Can you can you give me a break here?"
1: You know, and well, he's like, "What movies is he getting Razzies
0: for?" Oh, f- dude, for a long time, that's all he made. He made Dre- uh, Judge Dredd, He made fucking. ICU, I mean, he made a a ton of shit, man. Um, Daylight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, he probably deserved half of them. Um, But it doesn't matter how much money you made, okay? Because all these movies I think we're going to talk about tonight were pretty probably box office juggernauts, a lot of them anyway. A couple of them were probably the top box office draws um, of last year. But guys, Superman and Batman will duke it out tonight on AV. But this time... It might be for best or for worst actor. <laughs> so, who are you guys going to go with, Soups or the Cape Crusader? Which one will come out on top, or should I say, which one will come out ass bottom?
1: Well, I mean, Superman didn't really even get much time to act in that movie, so unfortunately, I think he's getting it from me. <laughs> Personally. I'm too much of a Superman fanboy. I can't I Can't,
0: put can't him shit on. all over him. He's no. Batfleck,
1: man. He was
2: like the one saving grace. I know, but. I... I don't know. I I was one of the few people that didn't like Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh, wow. Um, I I mean he's not the worst Batman by by far, but I just don't think that they had a a, a good enough uh backstory for him in that. So I felt more connected to Superman maybe because I'd already seen a movie with him in it. So I would go with with Affleck.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I'm not uh, I'm not going to probably shit all over Batman vs. Superman too much tonight. I do have my issues with it. But the reason I bring that up at the start of this is Batman v. Superman is in second place with eight Raspberry nominations. And Zoolander number two takes the whole shitty cake <laughs> with nine nominations. And definitely, I got some things to say about Batman vs. Superman. But I tell you what, it's I don't even know if it's in second place um, for my awards tonight. Um, so I want to add, uh, just like everyone else, uh, the Razzies, they fuck up too. Um, and when they started out, I think they started out in 1981, they nominated Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick's The Shining for Worst Picture. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <That's> nuts.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is in our pantheon, and they, uh, the soundtrack for that, I think, won a Razzie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that's Pantheon.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ennio yeah. he's he's spot on. Ennio Morricone is the thing. Got uh, best, you know, worst soundtrack. You know, from the from the uh, Razzies. Razzies, 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 Razzies. You guys are going to have to correct me on that. Because for Razzies, some reason, no? I want to yeah. say Raz, because we're raz them. Yeah. You know, but it's Raspberry. So you guys got going to help yeah. me with that. Um, Maybe they just don't have any clue what they're talking about. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I think, I think. That seems strange. Yeah, it was strange, but that was in 1981, and those were films that I think uh, Stanley Kubrick got some shit for The Shining because it didn't kind of like line up with the novel of Stephen mm-hmm. King, and he went a totally different direction with it, and I think that kind of cut a lot of people off guard until later they accepted, like, wow, this is actually, self-like. Self-like. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Ennio Morricone's um, score for The Thing, I don't know why the fuck <laughs> they were, do you enjoy that score? It's really simplistic,
2: but when you're looking at a score, you know, does it work for the film? Um, and d- for that one, it does. It builds the sequence the, the whole way yeah. through. So yeah.
0: I have no idea what the fuck they were thinking there. Uh, but if they shit on your movie um, and it turns out to be a masterpiece in 10 years from now, like Batman v Superman, <laughs> okay, it could be right up there with The Shining. What the fuck do we know, right? Yeah. Um, but it's all subjective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they can't get them right all the time, right? This is true. So, let's get in to the worst of the worst. But before we do, did the Razzies overlook any rotten films? Are there any on this list? Or are there any that didn't make the Razzie list well, the that sh- should have?
1: The Killing Joke wasn't on there.
0: Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Because I heard a lot. Like, I love the source material. I haven't watched The Killing Joke. but I, And you're a DC fan. What do you think of The Killing Joke? I watched it actually pretty recently. Um, and I'm
2: sorry. It, it was just okay for <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, if you're, I think if you were just watching it as a movie, as like a Batman fan, you'd probably be okay. But if you're familiar with the source material, no way. Um, Did they was, just
0: add too much to it?
2: Yeah, it was just, uh, and they focused on the wrong bits, um, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, uh, and I, I won't ruin it, but the, the ending was pretty anticlimactic as
1: well. Really? Yeah. Any
0: other ones that you think should have made it on their their shitty list? That was the main one. that was yeah. I my
1: mean, biggest letdown in 2016. I was
0: upset. I want to nominate some movies real quick. Okay. Um, to the to the Razzies. Okay.
1: Oh wait, what was the one with uh, the skyline sky with Tom Hiddleston that we watched? Oh, that was pretty bad. What um, was that movie? Oh fuck,
0: High Rise. High Rise. But believe it or not, there's no way it could make this list because we are over here just by ourselves hating on that movie. Yeah, A lot of people love Tom thing.
1: Hiddleston's I don't care.
0: skyscraper sex romp. I, I was
1: going to say, I don't <laughs> care if you see his bulge most of the movie. Have you it's watched ty- have you Rise? Oh my it, no. God, it's
0: him pretty much like everyone having sex on every floor... Okay, there's there's a social commentary embedded in it's this. Interesting, but they didn't really go into it. But I don't even give a shit. Like I watched Dawn of the Dead; it's one of my favorite horror films of all time. Afterwards, sure. I'm like, man, I get a zombie movie, and then I can you know just dive right into the social commentary, right? I love it. High Rise. I don't even give a fuck if there's a commentary <laughs> there. It it was horrible. But I want to nominate a few films that I didn't see um, on their list at all, and I would like to to nominate Warcraft. Yep. warcraft i have let me just say real quick i have no knowledge i played warcraft for like a minute all right but just going to a movie and watching a movie i watched this about two months ago three months ago and camera angles camera shots cinematography acting world building they did not make me a warcraft fan i don't want to know anything about warcraft i hated every, it looked like and it's from duncan jones Right. Which is a really good director. And uh, he directed Moon, which is a good movie. And I'm like, okay, let's see what he can do with this. Wow. Blew my mind on how shitty it was. Um, Yoga Hosers. I like Kevin Smith. All right? I stuck up for uh, Tusk. I stuck up for... Um, Red State. Red State. I love both those movies. Watch them many times. The, both of them are on my top tens for the for the respected years. Yoga Hosers. Fucking mess. Um, Kickboxer Vengeance. Wow. Did you watch that one with <laughs> no, us? No, I wanted to. It is a mess, and it has Jean-Claude Van Damme, which I'm a fan of, and Dave Batista. okay? And I'm like, okay, let's do a sequel, kind of like a sequel to Kickboxer. Wow. Cash grab all over the place. They're using the title to get your money. Um, Jason Bourne, the newest Jason Bourne movie. Waste of fucking time, man. They should just have let it go. Um, I didn't even see Ghostbusters on this list. Did you guys? Yeah. It's nowhere on here, is it? I don't think so. Um, I thought it was in Worst Picture. No. No, it's not on here. And While we're talking, real quick, do you have a your smartphone on you? Yeah, what's up? Will you look up at the Facebook poll? I want to see where everyone's at right now. Because Ghostbusters yeah. took, I think, AV's worst movie. Yeah,
2: I think it's at the top. I voted for Warcraft, and I'm the same way. I have not played more than five minutes of, of the game, but as a movie, for me, it was just unenjoyable. I mean, I sat through the whole thing because I paid for the ticket, but... Uh-huh. Um,
1: you know, you can get your money back if you leave in the first ten minutes. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah, I think
0: Ghostbusters was the number one movie on our AV poll, and I think, or for for worst movie, and I think number two was, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, was
2: I think Batman versus Superman just overtook um, Gods of Egypt.
0: Did it really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I don't know if I checked that, it before but... I.
2: Um, before I came, while well,
0: he's while he's looking that up, I do want to mention three other ones: um, Purge, Election Year, I thought was god awful. Um, the BFG from Steven Spielberg, I hate to put him in this list, god awful, and The Blair Witch. the The filmmaking at the end of this movie, third act, I could not even tell where the camera. Had you watched The Blair Witch?
2: Yes. It Did, was. Oh my
0: god! What'd you horrible. think of the third act with the camera? Could you even follow what was going on? No.
2: Um and. I it just didn't need to be done. It, no. the, the movie in general um didn't need to be done. I had one on my list as well that wasn't on here. Um speaking of things that didn't need to be done, I had Ben Hur on my
0: list. Oh, how did I forget about Ben Hur? <laughs> <Ghostbusters. laughs> that's funny. Ghostbusters Ghost, is So Ghostbusters votes. is AV's number one hated movie. Yeah. So it's the worst movie
1: in our group, right? Yep. What's number 2? Oh crap. Um, it is, it goes, Ghostbusters, Independence Day, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, those would be the, and then Gods of Egypt, and then it just keeps going down after that. Okay. Wow. All right.
0: So let's talk about shitty movies. Okay, (laughs) let's get in. Let's see if any of the turds that we just brought up from, uh, from Ben-Hur to BFG to Kickbox Revengers, let's see if any of these, um, make it on our, on our worst. So, uh, the Razzie nomination for worst picture are... Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch Dirty Grandpa?
2: I didn't make it through the whole thing. <laughs> really? Is it yeah. that bad? Yeah, well, I mean, it's just it's just butt, butt and penis jokes the okay. whole time. Okay, sounds great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Dirty Grandpa, Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, Gods of Egypt, um, Hillary's America, The Secret History of Democracy, uh, the uh, History of the D- Democratic
1: Party. Sorry. What was that? I, have you guys even heard I, of that, I, that movie? I don't I even know what even this is, no. It, yeah.
0: uh, Independence Day Resurgence, and Zoolander. Number two. So uh, let's start with you. What was your... Who won your worst picture? Out of this list,
2: um, I'd have to say Zoolander 2 did. Really? Even
1: over Dirty Grandpa?
2: Yeah. um, I mean, there's just a a fine line between stupid funny and just stupid. And Zoolander 1 was so stupid, but it was funny. Yeah. And Zoolander 2 was... Just stupid. That's
0: I haven't watched that. I haven't watched Zoolander, and I didn't get to watch Hillary's America or Dirty Grandpa. So there's three on their list that I did not get to watch. So what about you, Seth? What made your worst I mean, I, picture I picked, of
1: 2016? Uh, I was going to say, um, I would go Dirty Grandpa. I mean, how far has De Niro fallen? I mean, really? Like, that's so stupid. But, uh, I mean, I like Zac Efron. I mean, Aubrey Plaza is nice to look at, I guess. But, I mean, it just, uh, I mean, it's just stupid. Like... Just, it's kind of like sausage Party, where I was intrigued at the beginning, uh-huh. and I was like, okay, this is this is interesting, but then I'm like, this is just, this is dumb. So
0: Man, I tell you what, for, I'm going to give a couple runner-ups real quick, okay? Yeah, you're fine. Um, Independence Day was such an unnecessary cash grab. Whatever, man. Ugh. It was all right. Did you like it? I it was all right. Um, I couldn't stand no Will Smith, killing Will Smith off camera. What
1: do you do training- when you think- when he picks Su or when you pick Suicide Squad,
0: what do you do? You don't uh, cast fucking Liam Hemsworth. What do do? That's what you don't do. You don't do the movie. I mean it was clear to me that they had it written for Will Smith and they're like, crap, we've got two days to rewrite this and Yeah, and you can't cast him. If you're gonna do that and he and he you he opts out you can't cast Liam Hemsworth cuz this guy had no charisma. Uh Pullman's character, like he was a strong character at the end of Independence Day 1 and he's fucking bananas in this. Yeah, because he's got aliens talking inside his head. Uh, yeah, but there's a thousand and one ways you can write it and that that I way it was all right. I I couldn't stand it. Um convoluted I hate it. bad action and Judd Hirsch though, I did find out is immortal. Does that guy ever age? Um who he's um Jeff Goldblum's dad? Oh, he just oh. looks the same. He <laughs> looks the fucking same as he did in Independence Day 1. But you know what? That didn't get my worst picture. Um, BVS. You know what? Like I, I can find things to like about BVS. Okay, I'm like split. I think actually in my um, my review, I gave it a three out of five, which is good. So I can't even give that my worst. Um, you know, I like. I actually like Affleck as Batman. Um, it's shot halfway. You know, decent. Um, I don't Slider's get a whole. he has got eye. a good eye. Yeah, most of the time yeah. he does a lot of that slow, slow down, speed yeah, up I that know. I don't like. But That's even that him. was a little bit more controlled. So I couldn't give it to that. Um, I wanted to give it to Gods of Egypt after watching it last night, (laughs) but I was telling Ryan Smith sitting on the couch, I was actually curious if they were going to get that girl out of Hades or wherever she was, and if um, the the actor from uh, uh, Game of Thrones was going to get his eyes. So I was like, I was kind of curious, even though I was bored as shit. It looked like it was filmed in the fucking 90s. uh, So much green screen. You know how I am about practical effects. There was nothing real in this movie. Mm -hmm. Not a goddamn thing. And I honestly think Gerard Butler, we're going to get into some um, nominations later, I think Gerard Butler and um, the Game of Thrones actor, I can't Nicolai say his name Nikolai Costa Waldo. <laughs> Waldo?
1: Waldo. No, I, mean, I
0: think they did the best they could with, with what nothing. they had, with nothing, with yeah. green screen, with shitty direction. I thought they did okay with that. Um but yeah, I thought that was a mess. And Chadwick uh Chadwick Bozeman, is that his name? Black Panther?
1: Chirute or whatever. Yeah. Chadwick I don't, Boseman, yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. He's he was in this. He sucked. You know, and then um, Jeffrey Rush, just yeah. everybody. Barbosa was yeah. on a <laughs> boat. Everybody That's was it. a hot mess in this. But the worst movie that I was going into with halfway decent expectations was because Duncan Jones, okay, was Warcraft. I watched Warcraft this year thinking, okay, it's Duncan Jones. Maybe I'll learn a little bit something about the mythology. And I will say, every single trailer that I watched, I wasn't into. I thought it looked like shit, and I was like, "Well, maybe I'm just seeing the, the bad parts of the movie." But sure. when that thing is is moving and, and the actions, I, dude, the mythology, everything is just a turd. <laughs> it is like the, the it is the worst movie I watched last year, and it's the camera angles. They put the it's almost like there's there's moments where they're they're filming and they're like action, and 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 like the actors are doing their thing, and then they just cut on them. And they just moved the camera in really weird spots, where it's like, oh my god, did this guy even know they were fucking filming when he right. was when he was just giving that line? It was by far the worst. It looked bad. The cinematography, story, acting, everything across the, the board was was bad. Which story?
2: I felt like they had like a hundred stories going on at once in that movie, none of which intrigued me. Um, you know, I know that in the game you can pick whatever adventure you want, but you need to like pick one for mm. the movie if you're gonna get me entertain yeah, and it
0: wasn't even like so bad it's good it was just completely bad i found no enjoyment in it whatsoever so um those are our worst well,
1: i take that back okay i thought that we were picking still off this uh okay yeah this. well
0: yeah let's do that too so if i have to go with what they're picking yeah, cause i was
1: gonna say uh high sky rise i mean I, we thought that was gonna be a good movie or whatever high rise yeah high rise yeah forget that no i don't No, that movie sucks yeah. <laughs> I don't want. So you're going with that was your yeah, worst movie. I, yeah, I didn't have any. Like I wanted it to be over. like okay. I was hanging out with you, but I was like, I want to just go home. Like I just don't yeah, want to yeah. be watching this. I right agree, now. man. Yeah. If I
0: have to go with on their list, I'm going Gods of Egypt okay. with their list. And what are you going with their list? Their
2: list, I did Zoolander two, okay. but on the Facebook poll, you'll see I chose Warcraft. Oh, okay, and awesome.
0: And you're going High Rise and uh, off, Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa off yeah. the the yeah. Uh, the Razzies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that takes us to. Worst actor. The Razzie nominations for Worst Actor are Ben Affleck for Batman and Superman Dawn of Justice, Gerard Butler, Gods of Egypt and London Has Fallen. Poor dude. (laughs) Poor guy. Uh, Henry Cavill, uh, Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice, Robert De Niro, Dirty Grandpa. um, I'm going to probably butcher this, but Dinesh De Souza as himself for Hillary's America, and then Ben Stiller for Zoolander number two.
1: De Niro, what the hell? Yeah, was it that man? I gotta watch Dirty Grandpa. No, it's just the fact that like he's just playing like almost a like a a farce of himself, kind of. Where it's just like, dude, this guy's he used to be cool. He used to be doing like good roles and picking cool things. Now it just seems like, oh, I want to touch some boobs. Hmm. Like I don't know. Can you back me Brian up? Still, yeah. uh,
0: Brian Steele. Brian Steele. If you listen to this, I'm sorry, man. But he messaged me. and He's like, you gotta watch Dirty Grandpa, and I haven't had a chance to watch it. yet He's like, it's like one of the funniest movies. And it sounds like it's pretty bad. It's a lot of crude humor, but,
2: but I agree. Him. It's like Robert De Niro, nobody's shutting doors in his face, right? He could do any movie he wants to yeah, he right, right now. Yeah. And this is what he picked. And, yeah. and it just, I, I think it was a little bit too lowbrow for him. Yeah. Um, and I've seen him be funny in things before. So it's not like he needed a comedy movie to like round out his career. Wow, that's yeah. so funny.
0: You're so right, though. It's De Niro. Yeah. This guy can do anything he that's, wants.
1: That's really, it's not that the movie upset me. It's that. That it's like, dude, this is Taxi Driver. You know what I mean? It's just, and and you're, you're you're hanging out with Zac Efron on a beach. Every cool indie man. filmmaker
0: <laughs> would line up with their best ideas to work with, with Robert De Niro. Yeah. And he's doing Dirty Grandpa. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. What the fuck, dude? It's an insult. All right. So, okay, so Dirty Grandpa and Dirty Grandpa, because that's the nomination. All right, so what's yours? Mine would be Robert De Niro as well. <laughs> I don't think Dinesh D'Souza
2: should be on here for playing himself, though, because he's not even acting. Like, I mean, maybe he's a horrible person. I've not seen the movie. But, yeah. Uh, I still,
1: I'm curious to know what that movie's about. Yeah. I don't know anything. It's about Hillary's America. Really? <laughs> Must be. Um, yeah. Any more
2: comments? Or or Gerard Butler. I mean, if you're the worst actor in two movies,
1: you know, that's, that's pretty bad. He should have just I, kept playing Leonidas. I know that, like, Leonidas died at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I made a joke
0: about that last night. I, I want to know. Out of any trivia, any trivia at all for Gods of Egypt, I want to know if he if he was on set and if there's one time he yelled. Um,
1: this is Sparta. This is Sparta. <laughs> she he had did. to,
0: right? He had to act like he was kicking down a door or something yeah. or kicking somebody in the fucking yeah. chest and saying this is Sparta. He had to. Mm-hmm. Ugh, okay, so I'm going to get so – okay, actually, real quick, I'm going to talk about the nominations. Ben Affleck, Batman vs Superman, Don Justice. I don't get this because generally speaking, I know you're not a fan – but generally speaking, a lot of a well lot receptive. of people he was he was very well um, yeah accepted. So I don't know how he got a nomination for this. Does, is that mind blowing to you guys? It's mind blowing to me. I, he's not
2: my favorite Batman, but to say he was like the worst actor yeah. of the year, no, that's way. that's horrible. I think it's
1: partially just because it's Ben Affleck. Like everyone just likes to rag on him. Yeah. It's oh. like you know Linkin Park sucks, Ben Affleck sucks, <laughs> <laughs> Nickelback, Gerard, <laughs> Gerard Butler, <laughs> London, London has fallen,
0: it. Gods of Egypt. I think that he did the best that he could. Like there was moments where I thought that Gerard Butler was charismatic in Gods of Egypt. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Henry Cavill. I think that he has jack shit to do. He had nothing to work with. He has no. nothing to do in these movies. So boring. And he he s- sits around and moats, but he doesn't have fucking dick to do. Um, Getting a
1: bathtub with Amy Adams. <laughs>
0: yeah, I haven't watched Dirty Grandpa. I haven't watched Hillary's America. And I'm going to get so many hate messages for this. Um, my my worst actor went to Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge and Silence. Yeah. I'm going to get ate up for this because there's a lot of people who love Hacksaw Ridge. I can't stand it. And most of it's because of his performance. Um, he comes off like everything is forced. Like every line that's coming out of his mouth is like, like he's got a shit. Like it's just you know? painful. And people like bitch about Hayden Christensen being, you know, like um, uh, Vader, right, and yeah, Anakin yeah. – because he's young and angsty this guy dude is fucking angst you look up the, the the definition of angst in the dictionary Andrew Garfield is angst man it's I can't say, it's cringeworthy um, this guy just comes off like every time he's on on like Martin score says silence I was laughing because I didn't take anything that he says. I, I didn't put any value into it. I cannot stand Andrew Garfield. And with Hacksaw Ridge and Silence, I think he took so much out of both those movies. And I'm a Mel Gibson, not a fan of him as a person, but as a artist, I think this guy is a pretty, a good goddamn filmmaker, man, and storyteller. And I think that Andrew Garfield was one of the reasons that Hacksaw Ridge failed for me. But that's also up for an Oscar this year, so I'm sure I'll get some hate messages for that. Uh, but yeah, Gerard Butler... Two shitty movies, but I think he's just doing his thing, so I couldn't give it a jar of Leave him alone, man. He was yeah. in Reign of Fire. <laughs> 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 All-time hall pass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nomination for Worst Actress um, at the Rossies are Megan Fox, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, Tyler Perry, Boo, A Medea Halloween, Julia Roberts, Mother's Day, Becky Turner, um, and Hillary's America, and then Naomi Watts, Divergent Series. And Shailene Woodley, Divergent series, Allegiant. So, who got your worst actress?
1: I mean, I've only seen one movie on this list, so i got to give it to Megan Fox. Okay. Because I've only seen Turtles. Okay, so So. what,
0: I mean, out of all the movies you watched 2016, so we're going to do this list and we're going to do our own. Yeah. You're still giving it to...
1: I mean, I hate... I hate. I hate. I mean, I hate Tyler Perry. So I mean, like, Medea can be on my list because I, I know that it's the same character. Uh-huh. That's the whole thing. She made part of. Uh, she's made my list. I have worst screen combo would be uh, would be Tyler Perry in the same wig. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I would do that because I mean, I was I was pretty frustrated. Or I mean, I, I've I've watched. One Medea movie, and I was pretty frustrated. I feel like I, you've, haven't watched, you've seen I haven't one, watched. I haven't watched any Medea movies. Yeah, if you've seen one. You've seen them all. Really? I feel like. <laughs> I don't How about you? You seen any of them? Yeah, I've seen some of them. I mean, they got hard, and,
2: and it's got a a very specific audience and a very specific template, and people love it. Yeah, and people, people love eat it. it up. Oh, I'm man. not me though. If if your audience that you've had for the same 400 movies or however many movies he's done, he just keeps doing. Doesn't them. like you. You're, you uh, that that's a problem i haven't seen boo but yeah. i i probably won't ever see boo yeah.
0: <laughs> dude i haven't seen the divergent series
1: and i'm sure shailene widdley well, did someone die in those and then they I... had to like stop making them <laughs> I think no. so. well, I well it, so. the, the um anything that
0: anybody liked about him died i think but that was about it <laughs> no but you know i think one of the like, main in, actors yeah, like, I died i don't him... know if he died I don't know. I don't know, Seth. I know someone either died or got hurt.
1: Yeah, knew something really bad happened, and it was like I had to stop the film. I don't think we're gonna do this anymore. Like it's just going to be crap. I didn't hear that. I know that. um, So my
2: wife loves the books of this. So we went and saw the first couple movies. They were okay. It was fine. This one was god awful. And they decided (laughs) to do. They decided to do the same thing that they did with like, um, uh, Catching Fire and all those, where they split. Split the last. Split the last movie. They're not making the last movie um, for this, so it was so bad that they're not even going to complete the story. Really? They they talked about maybe doing it on TV as a TV like movie on Lifetime or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but wow. Lifetime passed. What so. was
1: what about that Jupiter Ascending movie? We haven't that talked was about the it. year before. Oh, and yeah, that would that, that would have took all
0: my awards. Oh, well, man. There you oh go. my okay. god! Never mind. I'm gonna shut up. Except for um, chaining Tat- Tatum's shoes, they were pretty cool. They yeah, yeah they had like jetpacks coming uh, out of yeah the their shoes. Hover shoes kind of so,
1: cool. so Chris Pratt, though, that year. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> His dick was <laughs> on fire. He's had better hover <laughs> shoes. Exactly. So who did
0: you ultimately go with, then? I would pick... Um,
2: I'd pick Shailene Woodley. I've not seen Mother's Day, but I'd lean that way, too, because... Come on, Julia Roberts. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I mean, right?
1: Pretty woman,
0: man. I know. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to go with... I'm sure I would bet money on... Woodley sucking bad in the Divergent series, but I've ne- <laughs> I haven't seen it. So, I'm going with Megan Fox because she sucks all the way to down to her big thumbs. Um, Two thumbs. <laughs> you know, the Turtles series is already bad without her. And she just puts a, a huge spotlight on this this bad franchise right now that I hate. So, starting with her... I just want to reboot this series so badly. Um, I put in my notes here: hashtag Not My Miss O'Neil. Um, She just sucks completely. So um, there was not a lot of bad actress performances that I watched. That really just she wasn't really bad. She just put a a Bayish a Bayish spotlight on this. It reminded me that I was watching a Michael Bay movie. And then the you Michael hear the Bay. comedy, and then you hear everything else, and then it starts you with her voice too. No, I like Bad Boys okay, too. But it... in general, in I general. hate Michael Bay. Okay, I going to
1: say, because you <laughs> can't bash Bad Boys 2. <laughs> <what> I...
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm going with Megan Fox, man. Every, everything from her, just starting with her, they need to reboot and give me the Turtles movies that I want. Gotcha. So um, that takes us to nominations for Worst Supporting Actress, um, Julianne Ho for Dirty Grandpa, Kate Hudson for Mother's Day um Aubrey Plaza for Dirty Grandpa, Jane Seymour for 50 Shades of Black, um Cilla Ward for Independence Day Resurgence and Kristen Wiig for Zoolander number 2. Who's your winner?
1: Who was C who was in uh Independence Day? Who was uh, Cilla Ward? I'm not for sure who that is. Who is that? Now I'm curious. I had no comment. I'm sorry. I have, I'm, I feel bad. I've got nothing to say in this uh in this department Um, because i don't have i didn't see a lot of these movies so that's the thing that uh i guess that's a good thing right
2: yeah i mean they they were so bad that i couldn't even go see them but i did see dirty grandpa so julianne huff is my pick because i don't know why she's trying to be an actress i don't know who told her she was allowed to do that (laughs) um but stick to judging that dancing show or whatever um
0: so she took your shitty cake yeah, I, I, think she, I
2: just don't think she's an actor or an actress. I think she, like, is some
0: dancer that uh, somebody thinks is cute, I guess, so. Okay, my worst supporting actress um, goes to, um, up here, you know, I haven't seen that many either of, of those, I thank God. So, I feel like I can't answer that one. I'm sure Kristen Wiig sucked. I mean, she had a rough year with, if everyone's saying she's as bad in Zoolander number two and she was in Ghostbusters right up there with Gerard Butler. Like, they need to make a movie together. Maybe Ghostbusters 2. But uh, my award went to Cara Delevingne, which um, was the uh, Suicide Squad Enchantress. (laughs) And I I like Suicide Squad more than BVS. Um, Where where do you stand on Suicide Squad? Uh,
2: It was weird for me because I think as, like, a script and as a movie – If I were to like read that script, I would say this is a horrible fucking movie. (laughs) But the tone was right for me. The tone is what I think Mm -hmm. DC needs to go for. And so it was enjoyable for me. But she was awful. Why Enchantress was the villain of that movie makes no sense
0: to me. Well, I think just her... She's not a strong actress, um, Mm -hmm. especially you look at the co-stars, okay? And like I, I agree with you 100%. That screenplay is dog shit. I think the BVS screenplay is dog shit. But... Look what's going on here, man! You have Jai Courtney, okay? Right. Doing the—I'm not a Jai Courtney fan. He was right up there with Andrew Garfield for with for me, you know, where they can just sit down and eat shitcakes, all right? But man, Jai Courtney—he's doing some of the best work of his career in Suicide Squad, man. Suicide Squad. Uh, Will Smith, fun, you know. I thought he was going to take me out of the movie. I liked him as Deadshot. Me too. Uh, Margot Robbie—I got a huge heart on. I mean, I thought she was a great actress in that movie. <laughs> Jay Hernandez was awesome, and then you have. Cara Delevingne come in as the Enchantress and I'm just like, she's not a strong enough actress to do the Enchantress, you know, or even the human form. What was the human form's name? June uh, Moon. Who is it? June, June Moon. June Moon. Even she comes off pouty there. She comes off really strange as the Enchantress. I mean, if, if you're a fan of this movie, watch, go home, watch this movie. Okay. Don't listen to us. Watch this movie. Go to that fucking dance scene. At the end where she's dancing as the Enchantress. Look at her, the expressions on her face and how she's moving. It is the shit. She's phoning it in. It it is so bad. It is so
1: bad. That was probably all CGI too. She probably wasn't on a stage or anything. You know what I mean? That movie was a train wreck anyway.
0: Yeah, it was a train
1: wreck. But I just watched Gods of Egypt that had 99%
0: green screen. And I didn't see anything (laughs) like her as Enchantress in there. So she got my... Shitcake. cake so nominations for worst supporting actor we have nicholas cage snowden i didn't even know he was in fucking snowden um johnny depp alice through the looking glass was he really
1: a supporting actor in that movie i never saw that movie yeah Did either for a uh, johnny depp yeah was he yeah he it he, so little he, that he would have? yeah support. he wasn't
2: in it very much thank god it's on netflix
0: right now huh I, okay i'm gonna i'm gonna let you guys in on something real I quick the right one. there Because that we only got into two of the worst supporting actors. Johnny Depp, literally seeing him in the trailers, literally made me not want to go see Alice in the Looking Glass. Why? He comes off. I can't stand. I can't. I can't look at him. He he drives me insane just looking at him. No, it's garbage. It's. Do you like the first one? That was alright. Oh man, Tim Burton, man, go. I'll give you like. Go home, watch Edward Scissorhands. Ed Wood, Beetlejuice, and Batman, and then go watch Alice through the looking glass mm-hmm. or whatever you the fucking version is called. Yeah, yeah. Straight up, man. Straight <laughs> up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Johnny Depp, man, just just his look. Okay. It's one of my favorite lines, and it's so true, and it's from Tropic Thunder. Never go full retard. And that's exactly what Johnny Depp is doing, man. Gotcha. He's he's going full. Alice in the Looking Glass. (laughs) Oh, my God. He went down the the rabbit hole a little too far. But so we have Will Ferrell for Zoolander number 2, Jesse Eisenberg, Batman v. Superman, Donna Justice, Jared Leto, Suicide Squad, and Owen Wilson for Zoolander number 2. Seth Fisher, who is your worst supporting actor of 2016?
1: Will Ferrell. Really? Because he was pretty much just a parody of his character in the first one, and he's in it so little. Uh It's just kind of like... What was the point of even having him in there? Like, I mean, I like... I I mean, I, I like the world of Zoolander. So, it just uh, it sucks that, like... I mean, he's only in the third act, and that's it. I mean, you didn't even do anything with him. So, I, I gotta go with that. And he didn't even get to do very much. So, Will okay. Ferrell. Who are you going with? I'm gonna get hate mail for
2: this, but... <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg? No, oh. no. I think Jesse Eisenberg played what was written for him. Yeah? Whether that was good or, or bad... I don't know Jared Leto. I thought he's the worst Joker that's ever been right. the Joker, and I'm a huge DC fan. I would have loved to see a great Joker, um, but I, the, I I already said it in the Suicide Squad um, podcast we did. You know, uh, after that movie came out, but it's just he he thinks that crazy um, is the only thing the Joker is, whereas the Joker's always smart. As well, and, and I don't think that Jared did any of that. He just was sending people dead pigs or whatever he was doing on <laughs> on set. So yeah. he's my worst.
0: It's so funny that you brought that up. Um, he got my runner up. Uh, Jared Leto did, but uh, I'm not. He's not my Joker. Uh, but it's funny that you mentioned that because I put in my notes. Um, he brags about his method acting. He he harasses his co stars, and he's so under for all of that. He's so underwhelming in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason he didn't get my main is because um, I feel that there's probably a lot on the cutting room floor, and he was hit or miss with me. Like I think there's a couple lines that he nails as the Joker, but ultimately not my Joker. You know, um, so I had to go with Jesse Eisenberg BVS. Um, you go back. Really. You go back to our review. You know, I, know. I was. Yeah.
1: I didn't hate him though.
0: Yeah, Lex loser, man.
1: Lex loser. <laughs> Alexander loser.
0: He's usually great. I'm not. I like. I, I'm not a big fan of. Zombieland, but i like him in Zombieland. it's just the, the screenplay in general um social network i think is great but he's so over the top in this movie i i just don't dig it especially going into this uh, when they were building their universe and they were making bvs there's all this talk of brian cranston coming in to play lex mm-hmm. luthor and i was like oh and then you're there's even talks of like there's talks of tom uh tom hanks coming in i was like wow that's that's different that might be too different, but man, I'd like to see him get into a role like that. We don't expect, but man, and then you you just take you know Jesse Eisenberg here. It just it it I, it was a snooze fest. It was annoying, and I felt like it just grated on my last nerve. Um, I was not a fan. It's not my Lex my Lex loser. It's not my Lex Luther either. So um, I want that. So I'll probably get some hate mail for that because actually a lot of people were split on that. You know.
2: Yeah, I I was kind of that way when I started watching the movie and then by the end of the movie, I was like, you know what? It, it was just, it was, his character was not written for the world of Batman versus Superman. It was written for like a Tim Burton movie where it's over the top and crazy, which is not what this movie was. No. Um, the ultimate edition does a little bit more to even that character out because uh, with that 28 minutes or whatever it is, they, they focus a little bit more on him orchestrating all the evil or whatever in the movie. So He wasn't my worst, but he's not my best Lex Luthor either.
0: Right on. So let's get into worst screen combo. So we have Ben Affleck in his BFF, Baddest Foe Forever, Henry Cavill, (laughs) Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, any two Egyptian gods or mortals (laughs) from (laughs) Gods of Egypt, Johnny Depp in his vibrant costume, Alice Through the Looking Glass, the entire cast of once-respected actors, Collateral Beauty, Tyler Perry, in that same old worn out wig, boo, a Medea Halloween. And Ben Stiller and his BFF, barely funny friend, <laughs> Owen Wilson, a uh, Zoolander number two. What do you guys go? with? Tyler going? Perry in his wig. <laughs> yeah, are you really? Yeah. You don't like that Tyler Perry, do you? I
1: mean, he It just, I don't know, man. I just was kind of like. <laughs> He's making movies for the
0: family. Is he? <laughs> my Is dad, he love- my dad, after church. He goes
1: and home and he would
0: just watch his Madea movies.
1: That's all he does. And seeing, and I know God bless his soul. I know several people <laughs> that uh, that they just go home and watch Madea movies, but that's just not my jam. Yeah, yeah forget that. <laughs> so that's say that's cool for you. You uh, can do that. I got better things to do. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched a Madea movie. And I don't plan on starting. There's with- always like heart or whatever, and um, then she's like the thing on the side. It's like Ernest. If that makes sense, like uh, it kind of reminds me of that. where, like, there's something going on. and He's just kind of the silly thing that's in the in the side. Right. Yeah. Uh, you you've seen Ernest, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Which one? Any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same idea. It's, it's fun. like I grew Ernest up. I grew camp. up
0: with Ernest, like Ernest Saves Camp and yeah. stuff like that. So if if I if Ernest came out today, I would probably hate the shit out of it. But yeah. I liked Ernest back in the day. Kay. So, all right, where are you going?
2: I didn't see Collateral Beauty, but that's my vote because I'm tired of these (laughs) fucking ensemble movies that we know are not good. You can tell they're not good from the trailer. Bring the hate. I can hear the hate there. (laughs) I do. Like, I, I mean, that was clearly like Will Smith was like, Find me anything that somebody's gonna nominate me uh, for an Oscar for, uh, and uh, it didn't happen. Sorry, so. it blew up in your yeah. face.
0: <laughs> oh man! If if I could pick one from the list, I would go with Johnny Depp's vibrant costume. I fucking hate it. God damn Johnny Depp! Fucking let it go. But I'm going. My my the least the combo that I hated, and this is probably my third for BVS, Maybe my second. Is this is my second. I think it's my second award for BBS is Jesse Eisenberg and Granny's Peach Tea <laughs> and Holly Hunter. Uh, Luther and Senator Finch. I Granny's uh, fucking green PT tea or whatever the fuck it is. It's fucking stupid. Um, I can't stand the scenes with him and, and Senator Finch together. Um, he's so over the top, and she's talking like her tongue is glued to the to the roof of her mouth. Isn't that what she always sounds like? I don't know. I right? don't watch That's too many chick- Holly Hunter movies. Isn't that the chick from Silence of Lambs? No? no, that's, no. yeah, no, that's, um, fucking, you know, make us look bad on here. That's, um, <laughs> uh, cut, uh, Jodie Foster. <laughs> no, but, um, she, yeah, it's, it's not, so that's Jodie Foster. This is Holly Hunter, but I, I can't remember the last Holly Hunter movie I watched, but she's, she sounds like her tongue is glued to the roof of her mouth, and then she like that scene where he's like, "The red capes are coming! The red capes are!" and they're in there in He's saying that. I know he's saying that. That's awesome. And he's he's hyped to to fucking twelve, all right. And she's talking. You can't even. Her tongue is just twisting around in that fucking mouth. And I don't even know why she's there. Is that his house? Isn't that like a breach of like you know like being there in his fucking mansion, talking about a law that they're going to pass together? I don't know. Yeah, dude. It's a comic book movie, yeah. but <laughs> holy shit! Um, and then just that whole granny, granny's fucking PT, whatever the fuck it is. Fuck all that. <laughs> I, can, I couldn't stand Jesse Eisenberg and Holly Hunter in the same room together last year, and that got my worst combo. Um, Razzie nominations for worst director are Dinesh D'Souza for Hillary's America. Um, Roland Emmerich from Independence Day Resurgence, Tyler Perry for Boo, a Medea Halloween, Alex Proyez for Gods of Egypt, Zack Snyder for Batman B Superman, Donna Justice, and Ben Stiller, Zoolander number two. Seth, who was your worst director? Who do you think? Um, Medea? Evet. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> evet. It. It's stupid. Mm. Oh, that's funny. It's sad because he's a decent actor. Uh-huh. But that's not a cool character. It's not. A, it's not a good character. Actually, yeah. he
0: was in Gone Girl, wasn't he? Tyler Brady? Mm-hmm. Fr- I liked him in Gone Girl. I thought he was alright in Star Trek
1: yeah. too. I mean, he does decent stuff. Uh-huh. Like it just. It's... But when he puts that goddamn
0: wig on. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Exactly. At least you won't get it. Would you go see? Uh, if Robin Williams was still alive, would you go see a Medea like in Missed Out Fire? No. Yeah. I mean, would you really want that, dude? hey, yeah. I'll take some shit for this if I need to. But a couple days ago, actually it's been probably a couple months back, I was watching just flipping through the channels and um Big Mama's House, is that what it's called? With Martin Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, that was on and I was fucking watching it. I was like, this is kind of funny. I don't I don't know why. Maybe I was just in the mood for a fat suit movie. Yeah. But he was kind of making me laugh a little bit. He yeah. was he was doing the church sermon. and yeah. he gets up there and testifies and he's in that that rubber suit and everyone thinks it's grandma, but it's actually Martin Lawrence. I was like it's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, just you. Uh, just, I'm gonna just gonna putting watch, it out there. You gonna watch the Nanny Professor? Next? Yeah. That Dude,
0: Nanny Professor Two is fucking horrible. Yeah. Oh man. you gonna comes. watch? Oh, yeah, you gonna watch that. Oh. Okay. All right. So the Speaking red Capes sure, are coming. Razzie <laughs> <laughs> nomination for worst director.
2: Who'd you go with? I'd say Roland Emmerich, Independence Day. They just <sighs> shouldn't have done it with Tom.
0: Come on, guys. Hits. Come on, guys. It was all right. Uh, it almost got my worst. There's there's some there's, decent there's stuff.
1: Like. Did we go see that together? I don't think so. Why did my voice go so high? Can we see that together? Can we see that together, man? (laughs) (laughs) Come here, my man.
2: (laughs) And I want to scratch Zack Snyder off of this list. Why? Because when the (laughs) Ultimate Edition came out, it was a nationally trending like hashtag. Like I, I'm sorry, Zack Snyder. You know, Uh from all these haters. um, (laughs) So I don't think he was in the running for worst director.
0: Uh, I, I don't even know where that movie falls apart for me. I, I'm not a Zach. you Snyder. really want to watch it again? No. I've other? watched it
2: every single day since it came
0: out. <laughs> really? No. Okay. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, watched, I'm impressed. I've I watched the uh, whatever that, that cut was. Ultimate Edition. The Ultimate Edition. And I still did not make any fucking sense to me. But I was hoping in the that, that cut there. And I won't even go into it. So uh, my winner went to Alex Proyez. Okay, for Gods of Egypt. And I remember when this guy used to make some quality fucking movies. He made Brandon Lee's The Crow. All right? He made Dark City, which I remember seeing both those in the theater. And both those have some personality
1: and some mood to it. And this feels... Again, I told you. It was like they were just like... Man, this is just isn't really coming together. Just throw more money at it. Maybe that'll work. Kind of reminds me of like Green Lantern. I have no idea. Like,
0: but how far have we fallen? It's like first time filmmaker. It's so sophomoreish. I there was images and just um, scene setups, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This has to be a sophomore filmmaker, and it's Alex Proyas who's been around for ever thirty yep. fucking years. You know, and I don't know what I don't know what happened with this movie, but it surprised the hell out of me. That and Alex Proyas hasn't really made anything great in the last couple of years. I mean, he made like, I mean, you know, what? he actually even made iRobot, which I don't, mm-hmm. I won't, I wouldn't stick up for in a knife fight, but <laughs> but it's okay, it's okay, just it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> if you said, hey, I'm watching iRobot, hey, it's Will Smith. I think that's when he was on Shallow top of his, his charismatic. You know, uh, he had that charm to him, and there's 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 things in iRobot that I could I could sit through and the watch. The Matrix prequel, yeah, yeah right. Seriously, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, and so and then he did Knowing, I think, with like Nicholas Cage. Ooh. yeah, that was his, yeah. like one of his last couple of movies, right Ooh. there. But. Man, I just I'm so surprised that the guy who directed The Crow in Dark City directed Gods of Egypt.
2: Sometimes I think that these directors do better when they don't have a huge budget. Uh-huh. Like for The Crow, it's obviously amazing. didn't have a huge mm-hmm. huge
0: budget, and
2: I think that's great. I think he did an awesome job with that. But maybe you just like like you said, you throw money at it's it because amazing. you got it. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. You know what else surprised me about God of, Gods of Egypt is it wasn't a movie that was with a trend, and it wasn't a movie trying to set a trend. It was so weird to have Gods of Egypt by itself in 2016. You know? Like you had all these superhero movies, you had a big sci-fi movie, then you had this movie that no one fucking asked for. <laughs> Gods of Egypt. Hey man, I like
1: Egyptology.
0: And people so, people got pissed about the whitewashing. It's not even our earth. You know what though? I don't I don't think they should be pissed. They did the fucking Egyptians a fucking favor. By not putting Egyptian people in that fucking movie, because the the movie is pretty well diverse. I mean, they got black people, white people, just
1: no fucking Egyptians. Right. But we did them a favor. It's not even our Earth. Uh huh. Because you remember how they like talk about how the, like Egypt's the entire world. Hmm. Yeah. And then you see all types of people, and then all the white people are gods. So they're not playing. Like I don't know. Guys, can I have a Titanite and go Warcraft and Gods of Egypt? Is people, that is that against the rules? People just they feel like you are triggered, man. Man, just doing, can't. I don't know. you guys accept thing that? Thing Can I, I do a tie? A, Warcraft. Because yeah, the more we're
2: talking about Gods of Egypt, the more I'm hating it. now. I'm like absorbing. it. <laughs> <laughs> like hate
1: Whatever. I hate it. Oh, okay. Horus so, man fighting, fighting. What was his? What was his name? Who was? Uh, was he? It Seth? wasn't good enough to remember. It was set. I think. Yeah, he was. He was set. It's my name. Set. I'm not joking. Seth or set. Set, because there is no. Th- sound so in set Egypt. is me i <laughs> mean
0: okay uh, Razzie nominations for worst prequel remake ripoff or sequel alice through the looking glass batman v superman donna justice 50 shades of black independence day resurgence teenage mutant ninja turtles out of the shadows out of the shitters and zoolander number two who took your worst right along to right
1: along too, was it? Was it needed? <laughs> <laughs> Done. Didn't do anything yeah. for our culture. Sorry, man. <laughs> Not a thing. Another Kevin Hart and Ice Cube together. Wow. Sorry. That's funny. Now, I will go see Fist Fight with Charlie Uh-oh. Day and Ice Cube, but I don't know. No ride right along. If you had to pick one off the
0: list, what would you I do? I
1: could have sworn that was on the list. I was on the list that I was looking
0: at. That might have been maybe predictions. It's not on the official. I'm sorry, man. I look at you. No, but list. that's that's. You have it. Yeah. I'm
1: sorry, because I was waiting for it. Um. I'll go. Uh, I'll go Fifty Shades of Black. Fifty Shades of Black. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the whole uh, you know Martin Lawrence. You know his his, yeah. Trying to be funny. How much have they fallen too, man? Because I love it's Scream sad. One. Yeah. Scream One is Your, so funny. Scary movie one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. And Scary, scary movie two movie. is good. Yeah,
0: Scary movie two yeah. has its moments, but Scary one. Yeah. It, scary movie one is so freaking good. And then Don't Be a Minister South Central is so good. Um, I'm gonna get you sucker. And then this, I didn't watch this, but I've heard people that I respect their opinions say that it was pure shit. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, where are you going, man? Mine was also not on the list. Mine was Ben Hur.
2: Like, if you're going to redo Ben-Hur, it better be fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, someone better die during yeah, the Chariot no Race. No shit, man.
1: Did someone die during the Chariot Race? In the first one. In the original, okay. yeah. But not filming this because That's there wasn't cinema. anybody there. <laughs> wasn't anybody there. It was just all CGI. Who cares? If I had to pick off the list, I'd say Alice Through the Looking Glass. I,
2: I kind of watched it on Netflix, but I couldn't even, like, pay attention to it.
0: You know. Um, let's see. If, if I have to go with one here, because there were some bad ones... Um yeah, I don't, like Batman v Superman, I don't think it really deserves it. Um, Looking Glass, could. The Shades of Black, I'm sure. Ugh, man, I'm going with Independence Day Resurgence. Um, I try not to let sequels impact the original film. I really try. Um, but Matrix is one of those movies. We just did the Matrix marathon. Mm. And I think that the Matrix trilogy fucking hurt my opinion on Matrix 1. Like, because I know... I know, and I do. I, I, it's something I battle with. I, I try to block the other two out, but I know those other two movies. It's like the Mummy with me. Yeah, and you got Mummy two. Yep, my Mummy
1: three. Oof. And
0: did, did you guys have a hard time separating when there's shitty sequels and you really like that first one? I still first don't have two? them on my
1: shelf at home. Yeah, it's just I have the one. Yeah, how do you deal about.
0: with that?
2: Yeah, I, I think I do because I liked the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Oh. Um, and and the second and third one were not great. But and it makes me like dislike the first one a mm-hmm. little bit more um so yeah it's it's tough to like s- look at them as separate movies because like with something like star wars the original trilogy i kind of view all three of those movies as one uh-huh. um thing and and once you
0: you kind of make them into a trilogy it's hard to yeah yeah i agree with you in independence day um we were doing a sci-fi marathon last year and we we ended up doing sci- secret sci-fi you know invasion and the reason we did that is because we started looking at large-scale sci-fi movies and there's not that many man like i'm talking independence day style you know and independence day i think probably takes that genre you know uh by force when you're talking about um main large-scale um invasion and I, I, i wanted to pop in independence day not too long ago and i thought of fucking resurgence it was like the first, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Independence Day because I know where this shit goes, and it pissed me off that bad. And Jason Bourne is the same thing. I like Jason Bourne 1. Bourne Identity. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, yeah. Bourne I Identity. I liked all the Bourne movies. Like um, Jeremy Renner? No, that one sucked. <laughs> that one sucked. But um, this new Jason Bourne movie, did you guys watch it? Yeah, I seen it. What'd you think right. of
2: that? Um, it was not good for me. And if I, I one, I am like totally into Elisa Vikander or whatever her name is Um, right now. I think she's super hot. I think she's really good. Um, She was horrible in that movie.
0: Ex Machina?
2: Uh, Yeah, Um, Ex Machina was great. And then Julia Stiles, they could have booked her for the whole movie. There was nothing, she's not doing anything else. Um, So, yeah, it was so unneeded.
0: And what's crazy is Paul Greengrass and Jason Bourne were like, we're not going to do another one until we get it right. (laughs) And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? It was so unneeded. Um, but yeah, I have to go Independence Day Resurgence. It just, it's, I thought it was a piece of shit. Um, let's do worst. Oh, you know what? Runner-up. Batman v Superman, Don Justice. I, I had that in my runner-up, but I just, I can't, I can't say that. I can't say that. That's bullshit. Especially when you look at all these other <laughs> shitty movies on here. Yeah. Okay. That's all I wanted to say. So, nominations for worst screenplay are Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, Dirty Grandpa, Gods of Egypt, Hillary's America. I gotta see Hillary's America. That's yeah, all over the fucking yeah. place. How bad it could a document? Is it a documentary? Is it a fucking movie? I don't know. I don't know. Independence Day resurgence. Playing themselves. Suicide Squad, who should win? Who are you going with for worst screenplay? Fifty Shades Darker. Are you really?
1: Yeah. Okay. Come on, man. They're just copying Twilight books. Come on. (laughs) Why? It's not even original anymore. I don't know why that wasn't in re- re- sequel or worst prequel sequel remake whatever. Yes, actually, I guess that just came out, didn't it? So would it count for Razzie? Which one? Fifty Shades Darker. No, that's because this is 2017. Yeah. So. Dang, so that doesn't work really. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, I see the list. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry that I'm ill prepared. Um, Video Land. I'm just uh I'm sucking it Medea's up. The D is not on here. You can't it's go, not you can't go I with can't, your safe yeah. word. I can't There's a screen place. Screen place, let me assume. <laughs> Let's see. Who's your worst? Shh. I think I would probably pick uh yeah, Suicide Squad, but it's pretty bad. I think we'd go with that. It's pretty bad. You're going with that one? Let's be honest, man. We some kind of suicide squad. Really? I mean <laughs> I mean su-
0: I'm surprised you're going okay, I'll, I'll What? no no. What? You want me to say it? Sure. You want me to go? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm fine. just I'm surprised you're going Suicide Squad over the Donna Yeah, BBS. I'm they, bo- they
1: both they both are mean, pretty bad. I was gonna say Batman had some pretty cool lines though uh-huh. in Batman. And I just maybe need to watch B V S one more time. Yeah. But I there was some stuff that I liked about BBS. If I
0: if I had to do a script, Seth.
1: Yeah. And
0: I First act, fix- second act, third act.
1: Yeah, I could fix it.
0: They all have fix- they all have <laughs> Helicopter crashes. Yeah, and nobody dies. What yeah. would you say to me? I,
1: I I always say that in Suicide Squad, uh, the safest place is inside a <laughs> crashing helicopter. It's so fucking funny. No dude. one gets hurt. Nobody. Joker's hits a building and he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. And it's he's not even fine. like they're like beat up and
2: they're like crawling No, out. everyone's
1: yeah. good. everyone's G G G. They're good to go. I mean, it, oh man, that's funny. Wow. Um, I don't know. Suicide Squad was pretty bad. I mean, like, visually, I thought it was alright. Uh, but but screenplay-wise? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, and I dude, mean, there's, as you guys said that, I mean, like, the, the, the Superman deterrent was in uh, the. I don't know.
0: I'll give Suicide some love, man. Like, Suicide, I had my. Like I listen, Dude, I listen to that soundtrack do I listen to that soundtrack at the gym all fucking year. Yeah. That's a good soundtrack, man. Mm-hmm. It gets you pumped when you're trying to work out. Yeah. And like I said, I love that cast, but
1: All my friends are heathens make it
0: so <laughs> you're sitting there pumping iron. What's what song is she, are they singing when she's like hanging from the mm. Something of a That makes a me sweat gym. every time I think of that scene. Whew. <laughs> I'm sweating now. My, my palms are sweating. Arms are heavy. Can be Margot, Robbie can be my Mar- Margot Robbie can be my god of Egypt. I'm just telling you that. God, I don't Egypt. even know what that means. She it. could be any two characters. Exactly. She work. could be yeah. my entire
1: Egypt. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. All of it. All of it. Okay.
2: Okay. Huh. I'm
1: going to agree. I'm going
2: with Suicide Squad as well. For I, I mean, I already said it, I enjoyed the movie, but I think the actors like made the most of that pile of dog shit (laughs) (laughs) oh man they candy coated it or whatever but Mm, it's bad
0: oh man I'm going with (laughs) BVS and if you went back to our review I need to do a a new one I need to do like a BVS review with like Brian Still (laughs) where I sit down and I I list off every explain this to me (laughs) Dude, we need explain to. Explain it. <laughs> Dude, you and I might have to get together this week and do like a problems that we have with BVS and then bring Brian Still over like and have him. versus? And,
1: and, and, no, just have him
0: explain it to us. Yeah. I just want to have him explain it to us. I like DC. <laughs> that's the
1: sad part. But I just think like that they're taking the wrong parts. I don't know. Whatever. I
0: put, okay, I put like in my notes here that I, I had all these things wrong. I'm like, you know what? We don't have time for this shit yeah. so <laughs> to list off everything exactly. I have with this screenplay. Zumb. But I'm going to give you a few, okay? Okay. <laughs> Um, I put in my notes here, Lois is captured by villains, thrown from buildings, and nearly drowns in a fucking pool. That is the probably the worst writing for a woman in Hollywood in 2016. Like, she is not a strong female character. Um, Super- especially not Lois Lane. Lois Lane. Yes. She's a
1: strong female character.
0: Superman calls his mother by her first name instead of mom. Okay, I, if, if I was in dire straits, I would not say Elaine. I would say my mom. It, it, it fucking drives me crazy. Um, do you call your mom mom or what do you say? Mom. Yeah, say, what do you what do you call your mom? Yeah, mom. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then having uh, parents with the same name does not negate anything. He's still this fucking alien that is, is, it could bring destruction to the entire planet from your view, from your opinion. Um, Superman stops Batman from catching Russian criminals and then lets them get away.
1: Yeah, that did weird me out.
0: Yeah. There are five dream sequences in this screenplay and a dream sequence within a dream sequence. And then the the world engine, just sitting in the fucking ocean. And how long has it been? Has it been a couple years? One year at least, two years? And all the shit that's going on, Superman just couldn't grab that shit out of the fucking ocean. And there's just so many things that just does not make sense to me on a screenplay level where I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? So anyway, that had to take, and I could go on and on, but I just, I'll stop there. And if you want to know more, Message me, and I'll send you <laughs> all my thoughts. Um, so, is that all of them?
1: I have some. Okay. What's worst cameo mm. of the year? Oh, that's a good call, Ghostbusters. Mine was Jared Leto in Suicide Squad, because I'd say he's in that movie enough that's to just cameo. be a cameo, because oh. I was so pumped. Because I'm like, cool, Joker's one of my favorite characters. I want to see a, a new take on it. And we didn't really get anything. Like, he was cameo worthy. Even in the extended cut, he was in one more scene, and uh, it's kind of.
0: I have to say, Ghostbusters, man, with the original Ghostbusters, like yeah. I hated yeah. Bill Murray's cameo. How he was like, didn't he get thrown out of a fucking window?
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> and and he's D- like, yeah. And Dan Aykroyd's wasn't good either. I no, mean, they could have utilized. I, I mean, I get that they didn't want to like make those guys like the main part. Yeah, but... Yeah.
0: but you know what? There's a scene. It's been a while since I've watched it, okay? But there's a scene that I I don't know how they missed this. It was a perfect opportunity for a cameo. Somebody is watching, and again, it's been a year. Someone's watching TV in the movie, and there's like a fake ghost commercial going on in the background. And I'm like, that is a perfect way to bring the Ghostbusters fighting ghosts on TV, okay, in a movie, Mm -hmm. all right? And let that be their cameo as the new Ghostbusters are passing. And I'm like, why didn't they do that? It It's the perfect setup, and they didn't do it. My question was, why
2: weren't any of the original Ghostbusters cameoed in the movie as ghosts that the new Ghostbusters catch?
1: Man. I just didn't like the fact that it was like they kind of rebooted the whole thing. That they just weren't, that we were just ignoring the Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm. That's I'm sad. Yeah. I love that cartoon. Yeah, did you it's have a good movie? Any, what I else mean. did you have? That was a good one what uh biggest letdown of 2016 Ooh, it was something that you good were like, call
0: because these aren't the, on the Razzies yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so just, this, is, this is from that's the good. mind of Seth Fisher Because I, like I
1: felt like and I knew that I was like I'm gonna get scolded because I haven't seen a lot of these movies so I was like I gotta come up with a couple to like you know
0: biggest letdown that's yeah. good um, Mine,
1: like, so something that you were really looking forward to but it just didn't, didn't deliver what do you got Jeremy
2: I think Ghostbusters was mine because I wanted it to be great. Yeah. Um and I wouldn't say that it's like the worst movie of the year. I, I know that our Facebook poll disagrees with me, but mm. um I it was it, it's bad because it was a letdown because you wanted it to be great and then that first like 10 minutes when they're introducing everybody, I did think it was great and then it just is like, okay. We're I thought done. it was a strong beginning. Dude, like the I, first
1: act is good.
0: Yeah, I'm glad mm-hmm. you brought that up. I agree with that 100%. I was I actually remember looking over to my wife and being like, this they you know people are tearing this up already and i'm actually liking this but it's literally 10 to 15 minutes and then after that that movie takes a big mm-hmm. leap yeah. you know so you yeah, know that's that's good i would have to say ghostbusters as well um independence day was one for me though only because we were going into a huge you know marathon for science fiction you know and i wanted another large scale um, and I, I th- I, it's the return of Jeff Goldblum, which I thought was actually pretty good in the movie. Yeah, you know, he did fine. Yeah, he did fine.
1: So it was all the new people.
0: Yeah, that was a big letdown for me. But I guess if I had to pick one, it would probably have to be Ghostbusters. I can't imagine anything else being, you know, that bad. Or BVS. I was not expecting BVS to, to suck that bad.
1: Mine, mine was the Killing Joke, which I mentioned earlier. Okay, but just true. I was really excited because I mean it's one of my favorite comic books. I'm like Mark Hamill's back, Kevin Conroy's back. Yeah, uh, they're adding a little bit to the story, but that's okay because the killing joke would probably only be like forty-five minutes if he just the, did the killing right. joke part. And I'm like, the animation wasn't very good. The I didn't think they did a very good job adapting the story. Like that was, I mean, the the voice acting even wasn't that great. Uh, it just, you know, I don't know. If, if I have to pick, yeah, because I did, I was all over the place. I'm yeah. picking
0: one. I'm going with Ghostbusters. Okay, yeah, Mine's- because. I,
1: Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just gonna say, mine's the killing joke. I was just really okay. disappointed.
0: Yeah, because I do have to say, like, I was in the mood mm-hmm. to get Ghostbusters back, you know, and there was all kinds of rumors going all mm-hmm. around if they if they were gonna, you know, uh, the the original Ghostbusters were gonna be a part of this, if they weren't, and there there was a lot going into Like, remember the we did a whole review on the Ghostbusters trailer, yeah, and we had all these ideas where I still think our idea was was
1: fucking awesome. With the extreme ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are
0: we uh, were watching the trailer, and you yeah. know where all the ghosts are unleashed onto the city? Uh, we had this... Uh, we were reading all kinds of articles and kind of putting the pieces together, and this is where it took us in the wrong direction, but um, we were like, "What? wouldn't it be cool if all the ghosts were unleashed because... You know, like um, the original Ghostbusters, something happened kind of like almost in Ghostbusters 2 where all the, or Ghostbusters 1 where, you know, all the ghosts got out. Right. so sealed it's, up. It's they... sealed up, but it's, it's it's for whatever reason, the original Ghostbusters caused this issue, which which caused the new Ghostbusters to come in, and then they kind of worked together. It sounds a lot better than that. That sounds kind of shitty if you just say it like that.
1: But I It'd remember cool. the, uh, yeah, the episode. Yeah. It, was, it was cool how we, exactly. we talked about it. Exactly, and I mean, that, that'd be cool because if they were trapped somewhere where they'd age and everything, you know what I mean? And uh, then, right. You know. Egon's dead you know <laughs> right. I mean well, now Ghost, this is a Ghost, bummer man <laughs> yeah Ghost killed him I don't know it's that was not... my biggest let No
0: <laughs> yeah that was yeah that's a good one is there anything else I mean those were it I those mean I it? was
1: again that uh, um, again I just felt bad wow. <laughs> that I uh, that I was like man I didn't see a whole lot of movies this year apparently or at least a lot of bad movies so but yeah those would be my, uh, my big disappointments I don't know High Rise I thought it was going to be better judging by that trailer and stuff yeah. Whatever. Nope. The, all right guys well is there
0: anything out. else you want to say um seth starting with you before we get into movie news anything about the worst
1: of 2016 guys we um hate movies. <laughs> you no know i was gonna say it sounds like we hate a lot but you know we that's why we do this because we enjoy movies and we want better movies and um yeah it just uh there was a lot of negativity this episode and uh i'm not the biggest tyler perry fan <laughs> <laughs> well
0: thank you for clearing that up yeah exactly And if i could real quick i can i i want to change mine i'm gonna go gods of egypt okay i'm just gonna what? pick that up i'm going gods of egypt what yeah i the hate was kind of being channeled yeah, you know yeah, i felt the that hate
1: flowed through you
0: yeah and I, I especially how i pointed out earlier that really made me think i just started talking through it and sometimes you just need to talk through it And i don't know who allowed God's of Egypt to be made last year? It was like so by itself. It wasn't a trend. It wasn't a part of a trend. It didn't create a trend. It was just the weird fucking big blockbuster movie that and was just there. And, and it I don't came know out who... in
2: February. Yeah, I spent the money on it, but somebody somebody's a great salesman, the director I guess, of The Crow. I,
0: yeah. Oh my god. But Warcraft was shitty. I want to make sure that
1: that has been really stated. known
0: and stated for this
1: episode. <laughs> All right, anything else? What if the guys from Gods of Egypt fought the guys from Warcraft, who'd win a fight? I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, anyway. maybe yeah,
0: I just I can see the the lines lining up at Redbox to rent that movie. Okay. <laughs> anything else you want to close out with before we get into movie news? I just say advice to Hollywood, if you're going to do
2: a remake, it better be the best fucking movie you've ever oh my made God. in your life or just don't do it. Don't make Ben Hur 2. Don't make Ghostbusters. Was it
1: Ben Hur 2 or was it Ben Hur remake? It was a Ben
2: Hur remake. Okay, right. Like, I I mean. Ben Hur purring season. (laughs) (laughs) If it's a classic, don't fuck with it unless you're going to, like, make it
0: great. Yeah. Modernize it. Yeah. We're going to get into my talk. Dude, we're going to get into my. (laughs) Big in space. Yeah, Big big in space. (laughs) Ben Hur in space. Ben Hur now. Ben Hur now. Exactly. Ben Hur begins. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. When we get into my top five, resurgence. we're gonna we're gonna get into a movie that's an original screenplay idea. Let's lay off the remakes and let's get into some original filmmaking. Man, that's yeah. what I want. Don't make and you know I'm getting sick of these. And there's always um, what do they call it? Exception to the rule. Independence Day, Jason Bourne, they didn't work making a movie 50 years later <laughs> after right. the original. Like Avatar, Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5 are going to be, what, 16 years after Split? Split's a good exception to the yeah. rule. I Did you watch Split? Mm-hmm. Did it you like great. Split? Yeah. Okay, awesome. We all love it. That's an exception to the rule, okay? It didn't work for Independence Backdoor Day. Sequel. It didn't That's work why. for Independence nice. Day. It didn't work for Jason Bourne. But 16 years later, they connected it to another movie, and it actually worked. So not Bruce all the time. Really looks the same. Yeah. Yep. And I just want to also state that The Shining did not suck. Uh, the Razzie's got that wrong. Exactly. And the, and
1: the music and The Thing is good. There you go. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking great. So, all right, John guys. John Carpenter. What's his face? He has a big beard. <laughs> Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah, right? you love Kurt Russell. Dude, I love
0: Mel Gibson's beard, too. I think Kurt Russell and Mel Gibson have need to have a have beard a, off. A beard off. Yeah. It's fucking badass. <laughs> all right. Are you guys ready to get into some movie news? Yeah. Yes. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Movie News. I'll share my top five headlines of the week and then we'll see if my co-hosts have anything to add to the conversation. And to continue tonight's trend, Ben Affleck doesn't want to be Batman anymore. I told you last
1: week about this. He doesn't want to be Batman. So what how bad was that script?
0: Oh my god. Could you
1: imagine that if you read it and then you were like, man, I don't want to direct this anymore. In fact, I don't want to hang out with you guys Didn't he write it, though? Wasn't he, like, in the writing process? Yeah, he was writing it, yeah. There's
0: been a couple different versions of the screenplay, though. Yeah. So check this out. A lot of people... How bad
1: would this have to be?
0: (laughs) There's a lot of people in the group who are like, oh, this is just a rumor. And everyone has said this is a rumor, okay? But we have been doing movie news now for... We just added it to our episodes a couple months back. And... We've been following this for some time, and this sounds about right. Everything that we've heard from the director switch, there was even a, um, a, a huge write-up that I read a few months back where um, someone was in uh, earshot of some producers sitting at the table, and they were talking about, you know, Justice League movies and shit, and they're like, it doesn't fucking matter. We don't really give a shit because we know whatever Batman's we make, gonna make money. is going to make money. And and someone came in with some just suggestions on how to fix it. I'm like, okay, you know. We'll take your suggestion. We don't give a shit. We're going to make a billion dollars. And it will. It will. And it's you hear that. You hear the director switch. You hear everything that's going on behind closed doors. And I'm sorry. I don't take this as a fucking rumor. After everything that we've been reporting in the last like couple months, I have to go with this is some real shit. I bet you Oscar winner Ben Affleck is fed up with some shit over at
1: fucking DC. I believe what it. What do you guys think? Oh, I believe it. 110%. I believe it, but I bet he's contracted in. I mean, yeah, it's a goddamn train wreck. <laughs> yeah, even with his
2: money, I bet he can't buy himself out of however many films he signed on for. Um, yeah, but he
1: could just start phoning it in and make it oh, get yeah. rid of him. You well, know. I
2: mean, Batman versus Superman made over $600 million. Yeah. I mean, he could phone it in on a Batman movie. It's still going to make half a billion dollars.
0: Yeah. Well, listen to this real quick because it kind of ties into what you were saying. Uh, this rumor comes from Collider's John Campia. Um, he said, Ben Affleck, make no mistake. He wants out. He doesn't want to be Batman anymore, (laughs) okay? And this comes from three different sources within Warner Brothers to Campia. And Campia, he's got the connections, I bet. Um, He stated, furthermore, Campia added that his sources have told him that Affleck is in um, active discussions with Warner Brothers to remove himself from his DCEU deal, which includes the Batman movie. Um, scheduled for 2019. However, if a deal cannot be reached in this time, the solo outing will be the last appearance Affleck makes um, as the character. So, you think there's some trouble brewing in Paradise? This, course. I don't think this is fucking rumor, guys. Course I think man. this is. I like. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I think he's probably stuck for for a while, but he can't be. Have you seen that meme going around where first it was, uh, who was it? Was Affleck and somebody else? And he was really sad. Yeah, Henry Cavill's right yeah. next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's so...
2: Because the bad reviews were coming yeah. out. It's the
0: funniest fucking picture because you can seriously tell. You can see the pain in his eyes. Dude, yeah. you can. Yeah. It, it's hurting him. And then, have you seen the newest meme with the Lego Batman? Putting his, his arm <laughs> around him and it's like, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, like mm-hmm. 93%, whatever, percent... And Ben Affleck's all sad. He, that has to get to him, man, with all this. He's the kind of guy that you can tell that, you know, with, with his, um, awards for Argo. And I think he's a good director and it actually bums me out that he's not going to direct the Batman, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sorry, you can't have all that mess that's going on and have it not affect
1: you. I bet he wants out. Yeah. And apparently, uh, what was the movie he just did? The Accountant? No, though. is that it? Where he's like a gangster? Oh yeah, but that didn't yeah that didn't do that very didn't well do either. well because yeah. of the whole thing is like he couldn't because of his Batman contract or whatever that he still has to focus on that he can't be putting his time and effort into like side projects or whatever and I think that's part of because like with the whole Batman Superman things so that pissed me off too where it's like I'm trying to make other movies besides these superhero movies yeah. and you guys are kind of dicking me over and he should know what
0: he's getting into with that I, I can't. You know, he did Daredevil. What, in like two thousand
1: yeah, somewhere around there. He has to know what he's getting into with these. Yeah, these but big I mean, at movies. the same time, like, I think that. But at the same time, I think that DC is has the cart in front of the horse so much with this no. stuff; it's just ridiculous. And with Jeff Johns coming in, how long
0: is it going to take for him
1: to get the reins? For you to
0: start seeing what he's putting in the movies? Because Warner, right. or Wonder Woman, Justice League. <laughs> that was what in the middle if not com- almost completely done when jeff johns come in so i, I can't wait to hear dumbasses say oh, jeff johns yeah he really helped these fucking movies. if if because we're hearing a lot of bad stuff about wonder woman right. behind the scenes and again I, I i'm not a dc fan i'm not a uh, marvel fan i'm not a star wars fan i'm a movie fan i don't want these movies to feel fuck batman's one of my favorite characters of all time i'd be stupid not to he's it's got fucking Gotham City, some of the coolest villains of all time. I want a fucking cool Batman movie. I want Superman to be cool, man. I want these movies to kick my fucking ass. But it sounds like they're having a lot of trouble. So I wonder how long it's going to take for you to really see that if Jeff Johns has come, can't you know, come in and pump some energy into these movies. How long is it going to take for us to see that? Right. you know. Uh, so that gets us into um, Warner Brothers wants Mel Gibson to direct Suicide Squad two. The Hollywood Reporter says that. Warner Brothers is courting Mo Gibson to helm Suicide Squad 2, and both sides are um, early in talks. No official offer has been made, nor has there been any commitment. Um, also, sources say that Gibson is familiarizing himself with the material. Thoughts, guys?
1: It's a uh, it's an interesting
0: pick. Hmm? What do you guys think?
1: I love uh, it. You, I really? fucking
0: love it. Hacksaw Ridge was the only movie I haven't really liked. I mean, I like Braveheart. I like Apocalypto. Um, I like... Um, uh, what was it uh that he that he did not too long ago Passion of the Christ No no Passion uh. no, no well, actually no there was, a, there was another one I was thinking of but um Bloodfather No well Bloodfather you know anyway um get him to the gringo he didn't direct but he actually mm. helped get that project going and you can tell there's a, that his fierceness is in that movie um but no he has a, a mean streak to him and he knows how to control a camera Passion of the Christ yeah it's a brutal um Uh, a movie to watch but i think there is some camera movements in that i think there's some great directing in passion of the christ um i think this guy can can direct the hell out of a movie and i can't wait for you know hopefully people can hopefully he doesn't fuck up anymore people can forgive him we can move on and i hope that he can make some pretty badass movies because i think he's a director that needs to be behind the camera i think he's a guy who needs to be behind the camera
2: i like it as well um his movies have been fine but i i think you have to have somebody who's been on the acting side to wrangle in all these people i mean you've got will smith's a pretty big deal margot robbie is like in every single movie that's out right now um so i i mean i i like mel gibson because he he can direct but he also like is kind of a bigger movie star than any yeah. of those fuckers. So, I mean, he's, <laughs>
1: he's, Are you mean to tell me that Bill <laughs> Gibbs is bigger than Will Smith?
2: <laughs> I
0: would say so. I mean, not today. Yeah, but, no. Um, Every, yeah. They're, they're both huge on their own rights. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is fucking, you know, lethal weapon. I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Nobody's gonna be a diva with Mel Gibson, right? He's gonna say I'm fucking Mel Gibson. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna get scary. Can you
0: fucking imagine have you seen him with his big blood father beard? (laughs)
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) And like he's not like ripped like the rock, but Mel Gibson is a beast of a fucking man. I don't know how tall he is, but he is solid. He is fucking solid. He's cut from wood, people. Can you imagine? <laughs> just his beard alone would scare me. You know, can you imagine Jai Courtney talking some shit or Jared Leto, and he just stands up with his fucking grizzly Mel Gibson, I don't give a fuck attitude? I think we might get a good movie out of that.
2: <laughs> That's my hope, because Jared Leto, in my opinion, has got a little bit of a chip on his. You know, he thinks he's hot shit. Mel Gibson's not going to take that. Can you
0: imagine right? Jared Leto trying to, like, stick a condom in his pocket, a used <laughs> condom? Gotcha, got you, Mel. Just I'm the Joker. (laughs) I'm the fucking Joker. I'm crazy and wild. (laughs) Look here, you little motherfucker. I don't want condoms in my pocket. (laughs) Mel Gibson would do the pencil trick for a dark night. He ends up with like a dead pig on his fucking door. Mel Gibson's like, what the fuck is this? You think I'm playing around, you little motherfucker? We're making a goddamn movie here. (laughs) Fucking method actors. (laughs)
1: I'll method you right out the window. Uh, Anyway.
0: Fucking, I'm going to go wash my beard. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think we could really get a great movie here. So um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, This one really excites me. Okay, guys. According to Deadline, uh, I mean, I just like went back in my chair and I was like, oh my God, I love this movie news. Uh, Taika Waititi, Um, so he directed What We Do in the Shadows, Hunt for the Wilder People, Thor Ragnarok. Did you guys watch um, Hunt for the Wilder People? Mm Mm-mm. It's on a lot of people's list. I hurried up and watched it so I because I'm doing my top ten um, next or yeah next Tuesday. So I had to get it, uh, get them watched, and that's one that I love Taika Watiti. I think that you know what we do in the shadows is great, and uh, Thor Ragnarok looks to be awesome. But Hunt for the Water People, I just like oh, okay with that. I know a lot of people who fucking love it, um, but his sense of humor is so awesome. He has officially signed on to direct Bubbles about Michael Jackson's chimp. All right, now just let me get into this. Supposedly, Bubbles, um, it topped the 2015 blacklist and is said to be one of the weirdest, funniest, and original projects in Hollywood. So here's why I'm pumped about this. Um, Here's the plot. A baby baby chimp is adopted by the pop star Michael Jackson, narrating his own story. Bubbles the chimp details his life within the king of pop's inner circle through the scandals that are later rocked Jackson's life and eventually led to Bubbles' release. What I love about this is— So it's going to be like about pedophilia? No, no, no! From the well, perspective of a
1: chimp, I mean, like, God damn it, you
0: ruined my movie. I'm recently. sorry. I'm just trying to play it out. Well, no, yeah, Michael Jackson was hit with a lot of stuff, you know, um, yeah. uh, from the from the Coca Cola commercials to you know, Pepsi. Uh, yeah, Pepsi. was it? Yeah, sorry, Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi commercials. Pepsi. Um, to, yeah, the Respect fucking the flaming head yeah. to uh, everything. So, I think there's. I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite artist of all time. And to hear that I'm getting, I, I just don't want a Michael Jackson biopic. That would be fucking boring to me. And who are you going to get to play him? I don't know who they going to get It
1: would be kind of cool if you never saw him. like you saw Or him in like the background yeah. where you
0: don't have to focus on him. It's all narration from the, the, the from chimp. Bubbles, the gem. But I'm getting a biopic from Taika Waititi, who's directing Thor Ragnarok and What We Do in the Shadows. He, I know this guy has humor. I, I know he knows humor. And quirkiness, especially. So to, to be able to to make a biopic on Michael Jackson by not making Michael Jackson, the, the you're putting the him at the front and center... And doing it around his chimp, but getting my biopic that I want, I think is brilliant. And I bet you this is a great script.
2: Well, I think it answers the question that we were all asking. You know, when when everything about Michael, every time you hear a new story about Michael Jackson, my first thought was, how is this affecting his monkey? Right? Yeah.
3: And, <laughs> you too.
2: <But> i just,
0: <laughs> just worried about all the animals he had, man. It's like. <laughs> I bet he's got a story to tell. Can you imagine? <laughs> exactly. God damn. Are oh, yeah. you guys excited about Are you shit guys Michael Jackson? Just like him. Are you guys Michael Jackson fans at <laughs> yeah, all? Yeah, I I am. I, I
2: think it could be interesting. I think it also could be a shit show. Yeah. I mean, it has to be done right, you know? Yeah.
0: I like Michael Jackson a lot. So. Dude, and I mean, music. yeah, I went to uh, Vegas this year and I went to the um, Cirque Soleil Michael Jackson, which is one of the coolest experiences, man fucking awesome um i'm the michael jackson fan who jams out to his 2001 invincible album still okay huge michael jackson fan so knowing that i'm getting a uh this biopic in 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 the form of like bubbles the (laughs) chip it excites me i think it's pretty cool so um yeah that's that's badass um kevin smith you guys kevin smith fans
2: it depends on the movie
0: okay um, this I, I have this I'm going to try to paraphrase this because Jersey Girl yes exactly if it's you guys if you guys Chasing can Jersey Amy yeah great if you guys can if you're, if you're listening to this or you guys uh, if you guys haven't read it um, go out and check this out it was a huge thing that he threw out at social media about directing um, J and Silent Bob Strike Back sequel okay it's called the J and Silent Bob uh, reboot, reboot. Mm-hmm. and I love what he had to say it was this huge social media blast and it was like uh, to sum it up, he's like, guys, I, I can't get Clerks 3 made. Um, I can't get Mallrats TV show. And I'm like, you know, I like Clerks. I like Chasing Game. I'm kind of like probably – I'm not the hugest Kevin Smith fan. I like what he's doing with Tusk and Red State. I love those. Not so much Yoga Hosers. But I like that he's a guy who does what he wants to do. You know, he, he's having fun. Like Yoga Hosers, I have no doubt in my mind, he wanted to fucking make Yoga Hosers. You know, and he was like, guys, I can't get Clerks 3 made. I can't get the Mallrats TV show made. But he's like – uh, not everyone can, can make make it in this business, and he's been lucky enough to make Comic Book Men, Tusk the Movie, Yoga Hosers, Fat Man on Batman, to have uh, Hollywood Babylon, which is a podcast, his yeah. whole spodcast, um, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob, all working for CW. He's like, I've had a great career. It sucks I can't go over here and do these other things, but I don't own those rights. I don't have the rights to those anymore, but what I do own the rights to still is Jay and Silent Bob. Okay, so he can't make a Clerks, he can't make a Lawrence, but he can't make a Jay and Silent Bob movie. So he's like, you know what, he was, he was dicking around making the CW Flash and stuff, and he started making uh, the Jay and Silent Bob, writing a script, and it's about remakes in Hollywood. You know, and I guess they're they're going and they're making a um,
1: isn't it called Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so
0: they're going to stop a major Hollywood reboot of like you know Fart Man and, and Chronic. Is that what they're called? Fart Man, Man, yeah. I'm gonna get some hate messages on that. It's fucking Fart Man, you dumbass. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's great. Just that, the respect. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's great that he can go out there and 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 just do what he wants to do. You know, and it, it's cool that he's getting back to to some of these characters. I know he's doing Moose Jaws. I think is next, and it's like a, a cap out his trilogy, his Canadian trilogy, which started with Tusk and Yoga Hosers and, and Moose Jaws. Is
1: it like Jaws, but it's a moose? Yeah. <laughs> it's a killer moose?
0: Yeah, but you know what? That's what I love. Like I, I can't give Yoza, Yoga Hosers too much shit because I, I honestly I thought it was, it was garbage, right? But this guy, you know what he does? This what I love, though. He sits in a room. He, he does a podcast with his friend, especially Ralph Garman. They sit down, and they start... You know how we, we were talking a couple weeks ago? We talk about this all the time. He wants to do, is it Fast and the Furious and Predator? Yeah. Dude, I there was this article today, Sidetrack real quick, article today that said it was getting real close to what we want to do, okay? <laughs> real fucking close, okay? He wants to go Predator. I want to kind of go Expendables coming into the uh, Fast and the Furious and just blow it up and make it all fucking nuts. <laughs> but anyway, there was a thing today, what if um, Toretto was a Terminator? We're getting
1: fucking close. Yeah. We're getting fucking close to our ideas. But um. so you want to do Predator. Okay. Can you uh, – I say this every single fucking week. And it gets this. better every time. Okay. So imagine this, all right? So you see the Predator okay. ship. They're in Tokyo, all right? And then, you Tokyo. See the pre- yep, and then you see the Predator ship coming down and all of a sudden like Vin Diesel just looks over at Brian and he's just like Paul Walker's character. He's just like one last ride. And then they all <laughs> drive down together. And then can you just imagine like – them all fighting the predator, like there's three of them, and so they they can't all fight. Like it's multiple of them, like dealing with all. Like you know, it takes like three of them to fight one of each of these predators. And then the Rock is with Arnold Schwarzenegger at like the retirement home, and like the the Rock and him used to like he was his old sergeant or something like that in the military. And then uh, and that like kind of uniting the two universes together. And then the the Rock thing goes and helps them at the end. I could get into that if it's in Tokyo. Only if Godzilla then
2: comes out. of the Oh, water. I gotcha. I don't know, that's a bit, bit far fetched. That's, that's not a, what we were
1: thinking. I mean, it's, like, it's a bit far fetched. But I mean, I just feel like that Tokyo. They haven't done it. They haven't done enough good stuff there. That's why I picked that place.
0: And see, like you know, Expendables one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, if I can pop a man, I'm a huge old school action guy. You know, like watching you know Stallone or Schwarzenegger, Van Damme. Um, it, it, it's a fun time for me. Expendables 1, 2, and 3 has some issues. It's not old school. It's new school with old school action. I've said that the best way that you can make an Expendables 4 is you take it off the fucking charts now and you start becoming meta and you make Expendables 4 where it's them going to space. I think that'd be fucking (laughs) badass. Or some kind of like alien comes down and they have to get together. Make it fun. Tongue in cheek. Make a good time in the movie where I want to get piles of popcorn in my fucking mouth. Fist after fist watching them beat up aliens. I'm like, that'd be fun. Be great. Anyway, that's what we want to do with cinema. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but back to the Kevin Smith thing. I do think it's really neat here that uh, how he ends this. I I just love when he writes. Um, he goes, never give up, kids. You guys can do anything you want in life. So as long as you're patient and malleable, you know. He's like he, he's done everything he wants to. At this point, he's just mm-hmm. having fun making movies with his friends again. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really cool. So um, I hope he gets it made, man. I don't know if I'll like it because I'm kind of 50-50 when it comes to Kevin Smith. But I hope he just continues doing what he wants to do. And if that's the case, I have a feeling we're going to get something really fucking awesome in the future. you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, And my last bit of movie news, and we'll kick it over to you guys, too if you have anything. Um, so I've done a top five list recently to kind of condense the episode a little bit. Um, not in order. Just top five headlines of the week. And if it doesn't make it on my headlines then it, in my opinion, it wasn't that fucking good, okay, for me anyway. So um, the last one, have you guys ever heard of Jean-Claude Van Johnson?
1: Yeah, it was that TV show on Amazon. Yes.
0: Yeah. I finally watched it yesterday because this came up and I wanted to talk about it today and I didn't know where I was going to stand on There's only one 30-minute episode. Are you a Jean-Claude Van Dam 80s action fan? His mm-hmm. old movies, yeah. Okay. I haven't
2: watched anything new with them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So check this out. Um, Amazon did a pilot. 30 minutes called Jean-Claude Van Johnson, and I wanted to see it when it came out. Um, they had some news today or yesterday, so I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to check this out. I am gonna I Googled it, and it's free everywhere because they're trying to get you hooked on it. Um, Amazon Prime, um, episode one, it's the most brilliant fucking thing I have ever seen. I've watched it one and a half times. It's only 30 minutes. You know, I started fast forwarding the second time. I'm going to probably watch it again. Jean-Claude Van Damme, all right? He's, he's the actor that we all know, all right? And he wants to come out of retirement, and he wants to make movies again. So he goes to the studio. And uh, every, it's funny, too. When he's training at his house, everything says JCVD. His fucking soap dispenser says <laughs> JCVD. And he gets to the studio, and he's like, I'm, I'm back. I, I'm, I'm coming out of retirement. And they're like, oh, great. We have this great movie called Huck. Okay, it's supposed to be Huckleberry Finn, but action movie. And he's like, okay, we'll do that, but I'm back. And they're like, well, you're, you're back back? And he goes, yes, I'm back. And then... Uh, steel doors come down over all the windows and Jean-Claude Van Damme our entire life has been a secret agent okay Jean-Claude Van Damme the actor just what he does on the side okay so he comes out of retirement as Jean-Claude Van Johnson and it's so meta it's it's tongue in cheek like he's on missions reading his screenplay for uh Huck okay while he's trying to take down chemical labs and, and nuclear bombs and shit and it is so funny like there's a flashback scene Where they look at him, that he's dressed as Hard Target, jeans, right? And like the long mullet from Hard Target, John Woo's Hard Target. But he's 55, 60-year-old Jean-Claude Van Damme with the mullet and the jeans. He looks fucking shitty. (laughs) It's so funny. This, Mm -hmm. This show is so great. But they finally said that they're doing five uh, new episodes um, in late March, which will be out in 2017, Um, I guess uh, late 2017. And it came out with a, a logo today. This fucking logo is brilliant. It says JCVD, okay? Or sorry, JCVJ. And the way that it's shaped and elongated, it's a fucking knife with some blood on it. It is brilliant, dude. Okay, can I tell you guys a real quick scene? I got to tell you a scene. Okay, like they dress him I'm up. I'm so excited about this than my <laughs> Predator movie. Dude, they, they, dude, if you guys have time, it's only 30 minutes. Go watch it, dude. Um, They dress him up as like this Hispanic guy. It's like His name's like Felipe or something like that. And he's, he's trying to navigate this factory and he's supposed to stay in the shadows. And he's like looking around a corner and this factory guy comes up to him and he's like, Hey, Felipe. I forget what his name is, but hey, Felipe. And he turns around and goes... He has, like, a, a thing in his ear to talk to home base, you know? And he's like, oh, fuck. He's like – he just nods his head, hello. <laughs> and then everyone spots him in the fucking factory. Every factory worker, hey, Felipe, hey, Felipe. And he's just, like, waving at him. And then he finally makes it to his, his destination point, and he meets the real Felipe, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and he he goes the, – the Felipe turns around, beard, scraggly hair, Hispanic dude. And he just looks at him like, oh, Fuck. Who are you? You know, and Jean-Claude Van Dam goes, "Shit, um, you, you're not. You shouldn't be here today. Something horrible's gonna happen at this factory. I'm from the future." <laughs> <laughs> and, and Felipe goes, he like he looks dirty, like he would just be there fixing shit because you know, like matter can't be in the same place at the same <laughs> time. And John claude Van Dam's touching his shoulder, and he goes, he goes, "If you're really from the future, what is better, Looper with Bruce Willis?" Or Time Cop, which is my favorite movie. And John claude Van Dam goes, well, Looper, of course. And he goes, Time Cop is my favorite movie of all time. And then they get into a fight. It's just so shit like that. It yeah. is fucking brilliant, man. I love it. Go check out uh, J C V J Johnson. I keep on wanting to say J.C.V.D., which is great, too. But um, I cannot wait for this to come out so I can watch you know five or six episodes. And they said it's not going to be – I actually have a quote here. I have to read it. It says, um, it's less – than a TV series, and this is from the director. It's less a TV series and more the best Van Damme movie you've never seen. <laughs> so I can't wait to dive into this ultimate action Jean-Claude Van Dam TV show. Whew. I see. All right, so let's go around. Um, do you guys have any movie news at all that has come up in this last uh, five or six
1: days that you guys want to bring up? I have a couple of things I could talk about. Really let's fast. do it. Um, so we got a little bit of Defenders news. Um, what we get? Eight episodes. Okay, I yeah. like it tight. Yep, nice I like that. W's. They're not wasting time with uh, introducing all of them, uh, and I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we got a bunch of like little bit of Marvel news that uh, um, that uh, I'm trying to think of some of the stuff with Thor Ragnarok. I'm just excited about that movie. Like that movie looks just so wild with the whole. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of something cool to say about it. Like I mean, it's um, just. I'm really excited to see how everything's all going to kind of play out or everything. Uh-huh. They showed a bunch of concept art for it, and they had Thor. Oh, I love concept and art. Thor's wearing his helmet, so I'm like, oh, that's super cool that, like, you know, we, he's never really worn his helmet in the MCU, and then he's got, he's got his hammer and he's got his axe. And oh, I'm, I saw that picture. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, okay, all right, I can get behind this. This seems cool. They're moving kind of in more, uh, more the direction and everything. And then they, they, uh, they talked about Jeff Goldblum possibly having like a chess match with Thanos or something like that and I'm that's like yeah. yeah I'm like okay that sounds crazy because Jeff Goldblum might have the last infinity stone possibly or something like that I'm like okay that's that's crazy um so th- th- quick brush over those uh the Kevin Smith thing was one of mine also but that's okay uh mm-hmm. the um so are you um are you a big comic book fan at all Do you read comics yeah yeah are you reading uh Boom Studios Power Rangers mm-mm okay so, it's Power Rangers, but what they're doing is they're telling more stories of the Mighty Morphin. And they're in hell. Oh, no, stop <laughs> it. Um, I was going to say, but they're telling more stories of the Mighty Morphin. And so, they've encountered this dude who's called Lord Dracon that looks like he is a mix between the White and the Green Ranger. And they gave him, uh, they finally, like, he's just been kicking their asses and they can't figure out what's going on. They can't beat him. And the whole thing is he tells, he finally takes off his helmet and he's Tommy. And everyone's like, what the? And he's Tommy from another universe, huh. where uh, in our universe he became a good guy after like they they freed him from Rita's spell, and in this universe he was like, I like being bad. I'm cool. I'm staying a bad guy, and then he ends up uh, derailing. They're like. Uh, in that universe, they're like, "Oh, well, we'll turn the Red Ranger into the White Ranger, and then that's how we'll beat him." And he's like, "Fuck that shit!" And what he ends up doing is uh, beating the shit out of all the Power Rangers. And then, while the Red Rangers inca- incapacitated, he basically mixes his Green and White Ranger abilities together and becomes this new super villain. So I was like, "That's kind of a crazy ass backstory," cool. but I'm I'm behind on that, or I, I I'm down with that. That uh, mixing a little time travel and stuff like that. And then uh, the last thing. Uh, uh I get. am I the only wrestling fan at the table right now? Okay. I'm not a wrestling it's fan. It's cool. Alright. Bray Wyatt won the uh, WWE title. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard which that. is kinda yeah. cool that he was uh, you know. I, I
0: like hearing you geek out about it though, because yeah. I know you like it, so um Is he gonna keep it for a while? I
1: don't know. We'll see. I was gonna I'm say fucking the fucking Roman Reigns. Well the other cr- Fuck that dude. God, don't even get yeah, me started. Man. Um I am mean, not say, even a wrestling fan, <laughs> I don't even like Roman, <laughs> Roman but Reigns. But what's crazy is so Randy Orton won the WWE or won the Royal Rumble. He forfeited his his challenge to Bray Wyatt because he's part of Bray Wyatt stable and he's like, As long as you're champion, I'm not huh. I'm not gonna challenge you And I'm like, That's weird. That's never really been done. That like that always like causes the rift in factions yeah, yeah. but whatever, we'll see. It so, will the Rift is going to happen. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll go to Raw. Who knows what's going to happen because there's supposed to be two separate brands or whatever. Bull crap, but... I want to see him team up and kill The Undertaker. For kill The little. Undertaker? For good? Yeah, for good. When's yeah, he going to re- retire, dude? I don't know, but he needs to. Gosh, Man. dude's not looking good. Ever since I've known you, I've been like, is this guy going to fucking retire? I don't know. I wanted him to retire back in 14. Jeez. So, probably before that. 12? No. Couldn't have been. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. he He's when... the last of the old school, isn't he? I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. Kane also, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I had. I know that was quick, but that's okay. No, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything? Only thing that we haven't gone over is I read an
2: article this week about uh, the Dark Tower, which is Stephen King's mm-hmm. movie that's coming out pretty DJ soon. Selma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was saying how how uh, this power that that uh, I, I won't. Yeah, I mean everybody wants to go see the movie, but. Uh, essentially, the power that um, they're seeking in this movie is, I guess, the same through all of Stephen King's uh, books, books and movies. So, like The Shining. Oh, cool! And, um, oh, and I everything love the is, like, well, I, heard right.
1: the, I heard a rumor that everything was supposed to get referenced. Or in Dark Tower, the books, everything's referenced somehow. Let's... Yeah. So
2: Stephen King was given the interview, and he's saying that it should connect, like every, like even it and and everything is going to be Christine, like.
1: Yeah, car movie.
0: (laughs) Dude, I love good world building. Mm -hmm. It geeks me out, dude. We we just talked about Split and Unbreakable. We went on for a fucking... We went on for an out... Split gave me chills, man. Ryan Smith is not... He was talking yesterday. We were talking about... He's like, just tell me. Does it connect to Unbreakable? And I was like, yeah. He's like, man, I fucking... I don't like Unbreakable. But if you remember, I was talking in the episode about I was going with... I went to the movie theater back in 2000. I think Ryan Smith was with Mm -hmm. me. And everyone who left the theater didn't like it. You got to think, though, when Unbreakable came out, it was fresh, man. This was before yeah. Daredevil, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It came out the same year as X-Men, and it broke down the comic book genre. Right. And I was like, dude, go, go like check it, it out Go now. check it out again. Yeah. And then I told him the connections with split because he's like, so just go ahead and tell me. And so I, I had this huge conversation. He was like, we started geeking out. He doesn't even like Unbreakable. He's like, wow, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just had to mention that. But yeah, no. So that reminded me. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I'm excited about that because I, I love world building too, and I love when, it like in Split, well. it's done well. Where it's like this is its own story, but it it can still exist in the same yeah frame as that. So
0: and uh, I'm very curious about where the future of Stephen King because I heard that Netflix is getting uh, Gerald's Game now. Gerald's Game, and I'd like to see Stephen or Netflix. I'm um, getting some Stephen King properties. That'd be really cool, mm-hmm. you know, but um, I don't know too much about the, the uh, dark tower series. I can't wait to see it on screen. Um, I tried reading the, the, I'm not a big reader though. Mm-hmm. You know, I just got so much in my head. I'm always trying to do something that I start reading and I either fall asleep or I got to put the book down to run off to do something else. So I really don't get to read too much, but I tried doing the dark tower a long time ago. And then I tried to get I, I j- fucking retarded, but I jumped all the way to wizard in the glass, <laughs> you know, because when it, when it came out like many years ago, and, uh, I don't know. I just, I kept, it sounded like a great idea, but have you ever read, have you read the books? I've not read them, but, um,
2: I may go back and do that. I, I really it's like, like Idris Elba and, and I really like Stephen King. So I hope that they... And Matthew McConaughey is yeah. going to be
0: the gunslinger, isn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. I heard he turned down either something Marvel or DC, like he had a choice and, uh, he turned down one of those, or was it Guardians? I think he, it was Guardians, He turned, yeah. he turned down something to be in Dark Tower, so... Hey, I love world building and I hope Dark Tower is one of those movies that, uh, you know. Gets it done. Gets yeah. it done, yeah. I'd so, and and love to see a resurgence idea. of Stephen King because when I was growing up, man, Stephen King, Cousin Wayne, man, every time I, dude, he would fall asleep with a fucking Stephen King, you know, book in his hand. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Pet Cemetery or fucking Needful Things or, you know, The Shining. So I would love to see a uh, resurgence of, of Stephen King. So, yeah, good news, man. So anything else you guys want to share for movie news?
1: That's it. That's all right,
0: uh, let's get in. We like to end the podcast with what we've been watching this week. So, uh,
1: Seth, you want to start us out? I watched Rain of Fire this week with Matthew McConaughey. It's been a long time since I've watched that. Is it I've good? De- uh, no, I mean, <laughs>
0: yeah. do they tell a Star Wars story on that?
1: Do they? Yeah, I thought, yeah, like, they do. do they? Uh, okay, yeah, that was uh, so. I thought that was I funny. I love Rain
0: of Fire.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I thought that was pretty <laughs> cool because I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, I wonder what they do for entertainment. All of a sudden, next thing you know. They cut and they're telling the Empire Strikes backstory, and I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty cool that they're uh, uh, they're up there doing a play for all the little kids. But no, it doesn't hold up well. No, no. Man. I do like, I remember McConaughey's Ma- Matthew McConaughey's he's bald a, head. <laughs> he is a beast. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, because when we watched the War of the Planet of the Apes trailer and you see Woody Harrelson yeah. shaving his head, it reminded me of Matthew
1: McConaughey shaving his head. Well, I mean, he's, he's just got that big beard and he's got that giant flak jacket or whatever, and he's just, he's got that giant tattoo. Like, he's just big axe. I don't know. You just don't want to mess with him. He's a cool yeah. dude. Yeah. No. Anything I mean, else you've been watching? Or? Wrestling. That's about it. Nothing too exciting at all. Actually. Oh, Baskets with uh, Zach Galifianakis. That's just nuts. Oh, you were telling me oh, about man. that. That's pretty good. It's just crazy. Was going mean, tell me about that last week. Someone was talking about that. I don't know. Maybe I did. Huh. I uh I may have mentioned it last week, but I was going to say I watched a little bit more of that. Uh, you know, Flash. No, Flash wasn't on this week, so I did watch. You know, Goldberg's. So okay. I can't can't not watch that. So yeah,
0: that's it. Okay, uh, real quick, I, we skipped over trailer talk real quick. I only want to talk about two things, be very brief. Um, did you guys watch the, it's not really a trailer, it's kind of like a short film, but it had Tom Cruise from Vanilla Sky. I don't even have the guy's oh, name. Fallen? I don't have the YouTuber in front of me. I'd love to give him some respect because whoever did this, it's just one of those things that I watched and I'm like, this is fucking creative. Mm-hmm. Taking the scene where Tom uh, Cruise uh, jumps off or falls off of the Vanilla Sky Tower, mm-hmm. and as he's falling, instead of landing, they cut to uh, Attack of the Clones, where the Speeders are going by, and he's like, you know, <laughs> like <Still> falling, <laughs> falling through those. Um, one of the Fast and the Furious movies, yeah. he falls through that. Um, he falls into two towers. Ha- two towers. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, dude, he's falling <laughs> through everything, and then he finally, it ends with him landing. Um, on the jerry Maguire car yeah i get. i think that's a scene from jerry Maguire where he's driving the car mm-hmm. and he's like singing and then tom cruise just lands and cr- crushes his car at the end <laughs> I, I thought it was amazing yeah um there's something else that i thought was kind of cool this week did you see um some artists and i wish i could give these guys some respects i wish i had their name out here uh, but some artists took fury road steals okay i oh, only
1: gave him the cars cars from yeah Pixar. i did see that did you yeah. see that
0: that was pretty cool man mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was neat. So um, I, th- I thought that was very um, creative to, to do both of those. And then um, Goon, The Last of the Enforcers. Did you guys watch this trailer? Yeah, I what, did, yeah. What would you guys think?
1: I like Goon 1. I mean, it was uh, you know. I mean, it's no Mighty Ducks, but I mean, it's a pretty good hockey movie. Yeah, and I'm not a hockey <laughs> fan, but it <laughs> yeah. made
0: my, my my it made my number one movie. <laughs> it, it made my top. I think it was my top five of that year. It was high. Yeah. And I was very surprised because I really liked the the energy well, of comedy heart. in it. That's yeah. what I think had is the best of, part it of it. Had, it had energy. Mm-hmm. It had action. It had you know heart. It had a lot of things in Goon One, so I'm very excited about Goon Two.
1: Mm-hmm. Be- Hollywood doesn't cast him anymore. Yeah, Sean William he, yeah, Scott. Yeah, he's not in anything anymore. It's weird. He's kind of on top of the world for a little while. Yeah, he's kind of too old to do,
2: you know, that stiffler, that yeah, the yeah. stiffler thing anymore. But but in, in Goon and Goon Two, it doesn't look like he's getting, you know, it, it's a little bit more serious, even though yeah. it is still goofy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this actually released, uh, I think, Goon in 2011. So now it's six years later, um, and all the cast are returning. It looks like um, the plot says that uh, Doug the Thug. Uh, Sean William Scott is living a life of dull respectability with his wife um, and a baby on the way, but a new um, adversary on the ice uh, taunts him back into the game, and Doug must adapt to a new fighting style with the help of an old foe. And um, I read today, um, and I wish I could take credit for this because I wish I could have made this comparison. But hearing that, it's it's exactly, it's Rocky III. Uh, Wyatt Russell, the guy he's going up against, is Clever Lang. Um, <laughs> Liv Schreiber is the Apollo Creed that's training Rocky to get back in, training you know Sean William Scott to get back on the ice. And the change of the fighting style. Because if you remember, Apollo's like... Instead of you know doing your thing, we got to switch up the game because you're going up against Clever Lang. And in this, I guess his shoulder is messed up. Sean William Scott, yeah, yeah. so he, he can't, him, yeah. yeah, so he can't hit. Well, I think it's right on, whatever. He can't hit with the right, so he has to learn to hit with the left. It's fucking Rocky Three, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's that's cool. I I think it works. Rocky Three works with a setup like Goon. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about, as long as they're paying respect to it, too. Sure. You know, why they're doing it, it's not a clean ripoff. Do it right. <laughs> do it right. Keep it tight. Anyway. So, yeah, I just wanted to hit on those real quick. Um, what have you been watching this week, man? Have you guys been watching Legion on FX? No, but fucking the Super Bowl trailers wanted me to. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted me to watch Legion, and they wanted me to watch um, 24. <laughs> Is that what they were showing on Super Bowl? I think yeah. it was Legion. Fuck. They threw the- Is it good? Yeah. Um, it's definitely crazy.
2: It, Entertainment Weekly really liked it. They gave it an A minus. Me, it's probably been like more of a B for me so uh-huh. far. But they it's,
1: connected it with X Men yet? Or not it's really? not connected
2: with X Men. It, it actually, um, they haven't said what time frame it's in, but the clothing makes it look like it's you know maybe in the seventies or whatever. And essentially, the setup is that this uh, our main character has been in like mental institutions his whole life because he's hearing voices. Well, it turns out he's a telepathic, mm-hmm. and that's why he's hearing all these voices. Um, and so he's rescued by uh, kind of a, a a group of of mutants. Uh, they're not calling them mutants yet. Metas. But yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it's supposed to fit into the X Men universe. It's been it's been good so far. Not great, but I um, think
1: McAvoy is going to show up. I don't know. Probably yeah.
2: not. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> we'll see. And then the other thing I've been watching is my wife and I rewatched *Sense 8 on Netflix. Okay. Um, that's kind of the Wachowski, not brothers, the Wachowskis. Yeah. New, yeah. you got to be politically correct, right? Now. <laughs> um, and and that's okay. It's it's a great idea, but it's uh, you know the Wachowskis don't always execute the way that yeah, and that you want sucks to. too because
0: you know *Matrix One* is a, is you know so good. I, I have some issues now, but I think this cause of Matrix Two and Three. Fuck mm-hmm. God damn it. Why they fuck me. Um Matrix two and three. And then they did that uh really weird movie with Tom Hanks. Um it was another science fiction Cloud Atlas. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cloud Atlas was just weird and then they did um they did Jupiter Sending too, right? Not two, but they also yeah. did Jupiter Sending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a hot mess. But you're liking this though? This is pretty good, yeah. Um, Do they direct, write, produce? I mean, are they doing it yeah, all? Yeah,
2: they're, they're doing it all. And this is an original story, so it's like Cloud Atlas. I know they took that off of a book or yeah. whatever, and I think Jupiter Ascending was also, that, a, also a done property. that way. Yeah. This is like their, um, their story. The cast is really good. Uh, they try to get a little bit too political with it because there is a transgender character, and I think they're trying to tell their story through that. So they, they kind of hammer you in the face with with their political commentary a bit much, but uh, it's science fiction. The story's really good. It's about these eight people who, like, get connected all across the world, and so they're kind of living in each other's heads and um, as, as, like, one consciousness, I guess,
0: so... It's interesting. Okay. Right on. So, that's what you've been watching this that's week? That's what I've been watching this week. Okay. Well, you and I uh, lined up pretty well on a movie. It actually got me thinking about you this week. Uh, we have Pantheon going right now, and Rear Window is going to be that poll will be closed on Tuesday. And exactly what you said is I did like a man, probably a 4,000 word write up yeah. <laughs> on Rear Window, and it came. Kyle Brown is so pissed at me right now. He keeps on saying, like, we have six days, so if that's Tuesday. We, has, we have six days. And uh, I said, man, I like there's a difference between a great movie and Pantheon to me. And I, I take shit all the time over Fright Night, but that's just one I respect up and down. I understand. But I said I, – I started out my review because I know he hates Fright Night. Mm-hmm. I started off, I go, um, what do you do when you think your neighbor is a murderer? Your friends don't believe you. The cops don't believe you. But enough about Fright Night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's pissed at me because – Overall, you know, I, I, I love Rear Window. I think it's a great Hitchcock movie, probably my second to third favorite Hitchcock movie. But when I vote Pantheon, you know I, that's what I watched this week. Um, when I, when I'm watching a movie like that and I'm con- putting it in, in consideration for Pantheon, it has there's a couple different variables that go into it. One, you know, at the end of my review, I'm like, you know what? It's just not my favorite Hitchcock movie, okay? It's not my favorite Jimmy Stewart movie. All right. Um, I think it's a pretty good um, you know mystery. It's probably running up there with the, with the with the best in the genre. Is it the best? I probably not there either. So man, and then what sold it for me cuz I praised it all the way up until the end and I go that anticlimactic ending mm-hmm. uh, with that guy coming over and attacking Jimmy Stewart and taking uh, flashes to the face. And how long it takes him to get him out the fucking window and just taking more flashes to the face. and then, Flashes? Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Jimmy Stewart. He's, oh, does he has his camera. He's yeah. got his camera. Yeah, so, he's behind him. Yeah, and so instead of like if, if you came in to try to attack me. Right, let's play this out since he hasn't seen yeah. this, okay? Okay, because this is perfect. This is up for Pantheon consideration, all right? Yeah. So if any of our Pantheon counselors listen to this. So the setup is he sees this guy from across the way. Yeah. The guy decides. I've seen
1: Disturbia. I know it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So and there and hey, it's a lot of people like we wouldn't have to disturb you, we probably wouldn't have a fright night. I right. think, you know, um it, it anyway, I'll get on my fright night tangent. <laughs> but anyway, he comes um over from across, right, to attack Jimmy Stewart. He walks in through the door, Jimmy Stewart brings up his camera, okay, flashes once, but he has to change the bulb every time. And the bad guy, okay, who is trying to kill Jimmy Stewart now, just rubs his eyes and he's trying to focus, and then he sees again, Jimmy Stewart gets another bulb. Okay, he does it, he's like, oh, where the fuck am I? He does this like three or four fucking times, he doesn't four he? four times, yeah. You do this to me one time, I will be disoriented. Second time, fuck you. I'm going to beeline towards you, especially Jimmy Stewart. You know, you can probably see when he comes in. He probably, I don't know if he knows that he's, you know, in a cast, but he knows that he, you can see. him. Mean, he's a larger man than Jimmy Stewart. Go over there and strangle the fuck out of this guy with a camera. Beeline him, right? And he takes four to the face. Okay, these flashes, changing bulbs. tsh. tsh and I'm like, okay, what the fuck? And then he finally goes over and gets Jimmy Stewart out the window. He tries to push him out the window. He just hangs on the ledge for forever. Can't push this guy out the window. Cops come in. They take, um, Jimmy Stewart falls, but the cops catch him on the outside of the, of the exterior. And then the cop looks out the window and he's like, yeah, he told us everything we need to know. Like, he buried his wife here and he's like, you got money here. And he... I'm like, Jesus, you just told us the whole <laughs> fucking plot in one fucking minute. Like, they got everything out of this guy. This guy must be a fucking total pussy to give up everything he knows in, like, a 30-second interrogation scene. Yeah. And so it was so anticlimactic for me. I was like, I can't put a movie like that into Pantheon that doesn't have a good ending, you know? And, you know, I ended it with the Fright Night ending. (laughs) But anyway, so Kyle's kind of pissed at me, but your review kind of lined up with mine.
2: Yeah, um
0: and I'm one of the
2: you know, I'm not uh voting for official Pantheon or whatever, but on the the poll online, I um am one of the few people that voted no. Yeah, there's only like 3? Um, yeah, I think so. And and I hate to be a hater on it because I I think it's an over a, over a 4. Like it is a great movie. Uh-huh. The way that it that it, it's shot and you're actually viewing the whole movie through the rear window, I think is is pretty genius from Hitchcock, but the ending just just gets to me. It just is yeah, like... Yeah, me too. It just is enough. I think we've talked before that, you know, um, while we know that not every Pantheon can be like all the way five, it yeah, yeah, yeah. has to be at least a four and a half yeah, yeah, exactly. to even start talking about it. And and I think it just doesn't quite get to that four and a half for yeah.
1: me. I agree, and that's where I stood too. So um, I mean, this is before the whole you could do real good action and stuff like that. So that might have been...
0: Yeah, I think there's... You know, you look back. I mean, this was what, 19... Is it 60? Something like that. 19... Yeah, I think it's 1960. There's other movies that did better endings to to action sequences. And there's something... I don't know what he could have done, but just taking flashes to the face. Like, I'm trying to think of... You know what? This is just a bad... Like, this is Hitchcock in general. You look at Vertigo. Okay? Vertigo ends with Jimmy Stewart next to the fucking uh, uh, bell tower. And um, this, this mystery going through... And you're trying to find out, you know, what's going on in this movie. And then this nun comes out by the bell, by the bell tower. And she scares Jimmy Stewart's, like, um, girlfriend. And she just falls out of the fucking bell tower into the movie. You know? Uh, Birds, they just drive off into the sunset. Rear window, he just falls out. And you don't know what the fuck's going on. So, I think the best ending for a Hitchcock movie out of his his bigger films is Psycho. It actually has a beginning and a fucking end. And I just couldn't get on board with it. So, uh, but that's... And we vote on Tuesday. the The poll is one vote, um, and it looks like we. So it looks like that's where it's going. That's not going to change. I mean, it's fucking like twenty to three, you know, right yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's been pretty cool. That closes on Tuesday, and then our, our new nomination goes up. So I'm pretty curious to see what that is. Um, I went to the theater this week and watched two movies. I watched John Wick two and Lego Batman movie. So I'll keep my um, my review brief here. But I like John Wick. Um, I, th- I gave it like a three out of five. Um, I thought John Wick two was probably the same, three out of five. And people will say this is like the second coming of action movies. I don't know what you guys think um, about John Wick, but to me they're just okay.
2: It was a surprise for me. I think that's why I liked it. I think that's why a lot of other people liked it as well, is Keanu hasn't done like a lot of great stuff oh. lately. And so you watched this on a whim. It, it, that's what I did. And it was a lot better than I expected it to really? be uh for john wick i haven't seen the second one yet but you're kind of where i'm
0: at aren't you john wick's all right just okay
1: yeah, yeah. and for me what like about I, interesting world building in the second one i heard that they kind of <sighs> built out the world a little man, bit more. man
0: that's one of the big issues i have with it it goes completely absurd um okay and i know we we say spoilers at the beginning here but mm. do you guys care if i spoil anything at this table Nope. okay Never. at the end of john wick it gets so fucking absurd that he's walking out of the park with his dog okay and spoilers for anybody. Double spoilers here. Okay, at the end of this movie, he's walking out of the park, and there's a seven million dollar, like you know, on his head, bounty on his head, and it gets so. And I'm not exaggerating a fucking bit. He's walking, and people's cell phones start going off right the old couple not exaggerating the old couple sitting on a park bench look at their phones look at john wick right um the fucking bum sitting next to the trash can looks at his phone looks up at john wick uh the people riding bikes stop their riding their bikes you know like the the bikers with the helmets and shit and the tight shorts they stop they look at their phones they look at john wick and john wick starts jogging a little bit right and starts sweating a little bit and then um other people just stop and turn around they start looking at their phones go off in their pockets he's running like his fucking ass off and then it goes off literally the whole fucking park is assassins and i'm like what makes you think they're assassins or because they're, they're maybe it's
1: just normal people
0: no they're the way they're okay because later in the movie everyone's in a fucking assassin like they go through the airport and the lady who's playing the violin she gets a text she's an assassin uh, 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 the all the bums are like they have this inner city thing with Lawrence fishburne Where all the bums are the eyes of the streets and they're assassins. And the whole fucking movie just goes like bullshit crazy. Um, I like Keanu Reeves. I like the way he walks. I like the way that he talks. He's a man of very few words. I like his gun-fu. Okay? But every position that he puts himself in this movie, every negative position is because of him. And it pisses me the fuck off. It pisses me off so bad. Like the beginning of this movie, he goes and gets his car. Right? That car that was taken from the first movie. And they build him up with the boogeyman scene. and he gets his car back, but he didn't have a fucking exit strategy, so the whole beginning of the movie sees him get his car back, and then it fucking destroyed within five minutes, and I'm like, you wanted your car fucking back so bad that you're willing to go kill like a whole garage full of people, another boss, okay? To get your car, you think you'd have an exit plan and strategy how to get this car that you love so much back to your house? It's so fucked up, okay, that John Leguizamo says it will take him 10 years to fix it. (laughs) i'm like you fucking dumbass how about you have an exit plan to get your car back shit like that it drives me nuts and then at the end of this movie you know one of the big rules for the hotel you can't shoot anybody in the hotel john wick all he has to do is wait okay wait for this guy that he wants to kill he goes in there and the guy's like john wick calm down you know the rule he just blows a fucking guy's head off right in the fucking hotel guess what he just fucked. He can't have sanctuary anymore. He can't have this place. All he had to do is wait. I'm like, God damn it, John Wick. Just control your shit. Okay. And 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 have an exit plan. Have a strategy here to what you do. And then someone brings him a medallion. And the whole and this is the, the shit that you're talking about, like world building. Like he, they bring in a medallion to him, right? This this bad, evil fucking guy. And the whole deal is like if, if you want out, you put your thumbprint in blood, and I put my thumbprint on blood. You're out. You're out of the game. You're good. And unless I bring the medallion, it's like a favor. And the code is you have to help me. This guy, he's he comes in, he's got an army outside. You know he's a bad guy. He's like John, I need your help. You know it's it's what we do. It's a blood oath. You know, and John goes, I'm sorry, I'm not that guy. And I'm like, what the fuck are you? Sa- are you there's <laughs> there's gonna be consequences, John. So right when he they, he goes, okay, fuck you, you're not going to help me. I'm going outside. So he lets him outside, and he goes against of coffee the guy puts a fucking rocket launcher on his house and blows up so every position that john wick is in this movie every negative like position is because of him and i'm just like goddamn i like your kung fu i like your suit man i like the way you walk and talk but man you're a fucking dumbass (laughs) so that's my little thing on john wick it's fucking absurd uh absurd Uh, batman lego movie did you guys watch this no i haven't seen i don't have a life i (laughs) know so i went to go see batman lego movie I'm not prepared to review this yet. Like, I have to see it again. I started dozing off a little bit. What? Uh, you fell yeah. asleep? I did. You were that bored? It was so interesting, though. I was talking to Mark Markowitz at the gym yesterday, and he said the same thing. He tapped out. And so I was thinking about this. Why did I have a problem with this? Because I like the humor in Lego Movie. I love the world building that they're doing. I mean, I love that Lego Movie 1 jumps around to all these different you know, places mm-hmm. in the Lego universe, and then you have Batman Lego Movie. Who, you know, I like the, the plot. I'm, I'm going to stay real thin on this one. But the plot where they have um, the uh, Fortress of Solitude, where the villains are, and how the villains, like, get down to, to Lego-verse, you know. I love that. I think it's a brilliant idea. But I figured out why I had such an issue with it. Sentry Overload. I was, I was talking to some friends yesterday about it. I was like, I liked it because I like – it's so impressing to me, impressive to me that they can actually – there's a program – That you can make this whole world look like a Lego universe. I, I just, I love it. But this movie has so many jokes, so many Lego jokes, so many Batman jokes, so much Batman lore. So many villains, so many colors, so many Legos, so much everything that I am seriously like sensory overload. And I was like, holy fuck, man. I was like, just trying to take it all in. So hopefully with a second viewing, because I like what I've seen there, and I like that Ninjago comes out in September, Lego Movie 2 comes out next year, and how all there's going to be ripple effects because of sure. what happened in Batman Lego, which I want to talk about next week, hopefully. But um, just the universe, you know, Lego building. But I think it was just sensory overload for me. So hopefully with another viewing, because I, I like everything that's there, it's just so fucking much and so powerful. But do you guys ever feel like that with Lego Movie? No. Because I did, no, but not as much. Yeah. You guys didn't feel like that? No. Because I started feeling it a little bit in Lego Movie, but here it was so, so much to take in. So, um, But other than that, man, that's all I've been watching. Um, right now we're hitting on our uh, – we're doing Godzilla versus um, King Kong. So going old school. Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein, we just did that versus. Got the Our verses and marathons get the most hits out of everything we do, man. iTunes fucking explodes with those. We had yeah. Paul Taylor. Paul Taylor, you know who Paul Taylor is? Mm-hmm. Um, that new pinhead? Right. Yeah. Paul Taylor was in the polls, you know, uh, for AV. I, I, I got a kick out of that. You know, he was, like, talking about how he thought Young Frankenstein was better. and uh, But that got a lot of hits, man. So um, our next one's going to be King Kong versus Godzilla. Who do you guys think, think will win that? Godzilla. Think so? Yeah. Who do you think?
2: I think cool. Godzilla will win. I think King Kong
0: should win. Mm-hmm. I think King Kong has more heart. Really? Yeah. I was thinking about this yesterday because um, it's I'm not a big kaiju guy, so I can't wait to really break it down. But if you say monster movie, that probably the first thing I think of is King Kong on the Empire State Building swatting planes, you know? So I'm very curious to break both these movies down. We're not watching the one with, um, uh, what's his name, Raymond Burr or something like that. No, watching Peter Jackson's. No, no, we're doing the old school. Yeah, old school. So um, 1950s, 1930s, and uh, but there's a guy named I think it's Raymond Burr who was in the original Godzilla, and so because they, they tried to Americanize it, so they put his um, his character name is actually Steve Martin, which is really fun.
1: <laughs> you're not put. You're not doing that one. We're doing the original. Good. Yeah, the original Good. one. So, so you do it. No,
0: no Americans in this yeah. Godzilla. So uh, I can't wait to put those together and see what happens. Um, but Blazing Saddles, man, I've never had a pull like that where like you look at a rear window. It's like fucking 20 to 3. I mean, yeah. right now it was like um, 22 to 18, Blazing Saddles just coming out on top. Where do you guys stand on those? Do you guys have an
1: opinion on those? Young Frankenstein. Yeah, yep. I was
2: Young Frankenstein as well. Um, I just, and that's um, Mel Brooks' favorite movie he said that he's ever done. Really? Um, yeah, he said he watches it once a year, and every time he watches it, he finds something new that he loves about that movie. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I do that the same thing, uh, you know. Every time I watch it, like Cloris Leachman always has like these like tiny little things. So, um, but Blazing Saddles is great too. So. Yeah, so that was
0: a great versus. and now we're preparing for we're preparing for our second marathon, which is all anime. So we're doing um, Spirited Away, we're doing Grave of the Fireflies, Ninja Scroll, Vampire Hunter D, Ghost in the Shell, and Akira. That's going to be a pretty sick multi? marathon. No, because we're trying to stick with uh, full movies you know you could do
1: a dragon ball z film Well, we try
0: to stay away from series for the most part cuz mostly like vampire hunter d ghost in the shell they they were contained in one one or two mm-hmm. movies like they were movies like sequels they didn't go to tv or anything like that okay. so that's what we're trying to stick with there so whatever <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's going to be an interesting marathon but um yeah anything you guys want to end with um before we shut this motherfucker down no I've- I think we covered a lot. Yeah, you know? was, yep. uh, Where we can we they find you? Uh,
1: I'm on Twitter at uh, Laird Geek all one word. Uh, I'm Seth Fisher. I'm also on, uh, you know, I'm on the Facebooks. You know, message me, follow me. I will uh, follow you back. I'll uh, I'll talk to you about this kind of stuff. I like talking about it.
0: Jeremy, where can they find you? and What you want to end with? Same for me, Jeremy Clifford. Um, I'm on
2: Facebook. I'm also on Twitter at at J S Cliff o J S C L
0: I F F O right on i'm brad hawkins you can find us at adventures in video land seth you want to close us out
1: yeah uh so we're adventures in video land we are on tumblr we are on instagram we are on you can find us on our website adventures in Videoland.com. Uh, we are on twitter at at video landers um but my good people the conversation always begins and ends in our facebook group um so yeah you talk to us we'll talk to you we love talking about movies that's what we love to do Why does
0: he keep saying that name? Martha. Martha. (laughs)